But yes, sir. We gotta start this off, of course, with some power positivity. Um, mm-hmm. My guy DMX, bruh. Mm-hmm. My mama favorite rapper. <laughs> it is, ain't it? Yeah. I heard her say that on the pod. Yeah, man, that shit crazy. But uh, of course, prayers, condolences, everything goes out to DMX. Uh, just hope the man pulled through. I, I'm, I'm not too sure on what's the update as far as right now goes. I so. saw some. Um, his family was having a, a prayer um, vigil uh, outside the um, hospital because mm-hmm. he. I believe he's back on life support because at one point they were saying that he got off of life support and was right. breathing on his own and everything like that. But, you know, yeah. but I do want to say, man, I have I have a lot of faith that he will pull through. Someone is telling me that it's not the end, you know, but, you know, that could be just wishful thinking. But still, you know, we always thinking for the best and just, you know, praying for the best outcome. But, you know, DMX, you know, a pure legend, you know, what he did for hip-hop and, you know, even on the movie scene, you know, he he broke down a lot of barriers, a lot of doors, so, you know, he definitely a legend in the game, so I'm hoping he pulled through. One thousand percent, like, legend, for sure, for sure. sure, I just didn't want to lose Neil Max, like, start off 2021. Yeah, that'd be kind of tough. That'd be some, like... It'd be very tough. Yeah, it seemed like every year they they try to take, like, Somebody legendary or iconic. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, bro. I had to take. Like, it's never been a year. I ain't gonna say it's never been a year, but it's been rare in the past couple of years that like the year just been lenient on us and and take some guys or people who we really don't even too much know about. But <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so. I mean, but like, it'd be so, take somebody else, God. No, I'm ladies. saying like, and it'd be somebody like a fear factor contestant. Some shit like that versus like Bernie Mac. I think that's when it started happening, bro. When Bernie, when Bernie Mac, Mac died, the world ain't been the same bruh, since. That shit rocked my little world. It I did. That Bernie Mac one was tough. Hell yeah, Man, that was tough. But uh, I believe that was in like 2008, 2009. I want to say. Gotta be. Yeah. But man, it's crazy. With DMX, uh, the pie of positivity, because I know uh, he pretty much is battling with addiction or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um. Off of overdose and things like right, that. Right, right. So we all know that everybody has their struggles and we, we know plenty of people have their battles with addiction and this positivity goes out to y'all, man, because uh whatever y'all going through, it you just gotta look at it like this. Somebody needs you. Not want mm. you, somebody no, not not love mm. you, somebody needs you. Mm-hmm. You may be that person that that that, that Holding person, their world together Right That that person can go to And talk to When they ain't got nobody else To talk to mm-hmm. And you may not even realize it Or you may be that person That is the centerpiece That keep a lot of things together You know So right. it, Long story short Somebody needs you So if you're going through addiction Or if you're going through Anything in that nature Just just keep others in mind That you know That may be thinking about you mm. yeah. yeah You know Before you do anything Risking your life Like you know, drugs are, you know, some serious things. They, you know, they, they're very deadly. So, you know, be careful. You know, that's the number one thing. I can't tell you how to live your life. But, you know, just just be careful and do right. do the best you can do. And especially if you know, if you, if you are using the drugs to cope with some type of, you know, right. whatever you're going through. You know, there are better outlets in, in, in different ways, you know what I mean? But, you know, you just have to find what works for you. But you, you just got to try. It's easier said than done, but, hey, man, 
life is easier said than done. So here right. you go. You right. know. So with DMX, bro, I know you. Won't, I know this nigga ain't gonna ever hear this now, but this point. One day you might. Hey. One day you hey. might. You, you know. Speaking of existence, bro. real talk. And uh, whenever you do pull through, just show all the other people that could be potentially going through a parallel situation that you're going through. Just let them. Let them see that, yeah, I could pull through or, you know, yeah. things going to be all right. So, yeah, hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to start off with. And For sure. Yeah, but this part here, bruh, I just, I don't even know what made me think about it. But I just really wanted to dive into our biggest fears or mm-hmm. our fears that we may have had as a child that we don't have anymore. Or even some new fears that we, you know... Gained over time, so I ain't gonna lie to you. When you text me, it was like we gonna do this on fears. I'm like, I really ain't, yeah. you ain't really scared of nothing. Eh? I'm, and then, you know, what it is is just the older I got, you know, they just really went away. Mm-hmm. And even growing up, I wasn't scared of the most typical stuff. Like I didn't have too many phobias growing up. Okay. But I'm gonna go ahead and get a few out the way. Um, Let's start with what what you got. As a child, because I know some of those fears. As a, as a child, I mean, first thing everybody probably was afraid of, you know, scared of the dark. Mm-hmm. I was scared of the dark for a little bit, but not too long. I grew out of that pretty early. But something that actually, you know, I, I'm never not afraid of anything for no reason. Right. But I had a traumatic experience growing up, about three, four years old. Um, was in a car accident with my family. Mm-hmm. So we had this, we had a black trailblazer. My mom was driving. I believe it was a Sunday. We coming home from church. So you know we used to go to church kind of a little bit in the country ish, and uh, we was going around a hill. And as we was going around the hill, um, it's kind of like a hill and a curve. Yeah. So as we was going around the hill and curve. My mom's driving. I don't know what happened. The car across or the ways coming towards us and for whatever reason we swerve and flip off the road like down the hill or whatever and we in this black trailblazer it was me my mom and my two older brothers but I mean we came out not really even a scratch or anything like like unscathed and you know that trailblazer was 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 towed up so you know that and what what actually ended up happening after that for a while, I, as I was younger, I didn't even really remember this, but my brothers used to always say that. So whenever my mom used to drive and she would go around a curve or anything, I used to always be like, whoa, yeah. whoa, <laughs> slow down, whoa. Yeah, I, I used to always do that. And, and like I said, this happened like I was three years old. And, you know, what was crazy is I don't know if it was the actual accident but I feel like when I got older, I had a dream of, of how the accident happened. Mm. And it was so surreal. It was so realistic, but it felt like I was dreaming. But I don't know if I had just relived an experience. Because like I said, when you like three, four years old, your memories get kind of right. boggled up. But that was probably the first thing. So like driving fears like accidents car accidents I, I still have a little bit of trauma with that like i'm very uncomfortable with different people driving me especially if you make me uncomfortable while you're driving that's why i kind of volunteer to drive like really only people i trust behind the wheel in my life is my daddy um my mama now uh you you straight at driving because i've been riding with you for a while that is true and probably like jason anybody else 
I'm not too fond of, of letting me drive. You wanna know what it is though? Why? Nigga, growing up, I had a fear of getting into a car crash. Yeah. Like, my shit stemmed from, my nana took me to an abstinence program. I want to say I was around, had to been like 11, 12, somewhere around that range. Abstinence, like an abstinence from sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to nana, man. Yes, bro, like, for no reason. It was right. just me and her, I believe. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it definitely was me and her. So, it was just me and her. Went to an absence program. <laughs> I don't know why. You're right. But, um, you know, they had like a little little program on yeah. and, <laughs> and it was these, um, I don't know what they were, but it was just a group of kids that went to college at the time. And um, they did a skit. Wait, what do you mean you don't know what they were? like? Because they, well, they did like a play. You didn't know what, like, who they were affiliated with? Pretty much. Okay, like, okay, Because okay. even now, I wouldn't even know what to, well, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they was in college and, and they, uh. So it was on like some attache type stuff. Type shit, like yeah. extra They played out a skit. Or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah okay. they definitely had like a play scheduled up. <laughs> and, um, the play was just, because like, up to this point, well, before this point, it was nothing much going on. People coming on stage having their testimony saying, you know, this is why I went abstinence or this is why I am abstinent. Mm-hmm. Or you have um, just people mm-hmm. telling you uh, general education about sex or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they the, it was time for the skit or the play or whatever. I'm kind of like, you know, happy because the other shit was boring. Mm. So when this play came on, I'm, you know, in full term, in full blown, you know, paying attention to it. Yeah. So, man... It started off like it was just these couple black kids that went to JSU. They said it. They was like, you know, oh, we got accepted into JSU and mm. all these good things are happening to them. Mm. And they was like, you know, we should go out and celebrate tonight. So they will go. They go to a party, have get drunk or whatever. They know where this is going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, totally oblivious. Yeah, 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 yeah. 11, 12. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. So, bro, they're um, they getting drunk. They're having the ball. There's a lot of comedy in this uh, point in the play, mm-hmm. so you know, throwing everybody off. So, Brad, they get in the car to go home, dude, and it was just like pretty much how we sitting right now, and like two other people in you know two different chairs sitting like to mimic a car, or mm-hmm. whatever. So, dudes driving or girl is driving or whatever, and they're playing. I can't remember whatever hot song at the time. Yeah, they were playing that. So they were playing that, they were jamming, and all of a sudden all you hear was the the, the screech of the tires and then the crash. And mm-hmm. then like they the the girl, I think it was a girl, because for some reason this image always stick with me. She was driving and then when the the crash sound heard, her head just dropped down like yeah. that. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead now, yeah. She's everybody dead. everybody head dropped at the same time. The crash fucked me up. I hate loud noises, mm-hmm. which is why I was scared of guns. We'll get to that. But, um, yeah, bro, like, that shit fucked me up because I'm like. So, they, that, so wait, what was the accident? Like, a drunk driver hit them or something? They were drunk. Oh, they were drunk. Yeah, got they you, were drunk. got you. They so, drunk. yeah, it was abstinence from drinking and all that, too, yeah, type stuff. Okay. Yeah, so, so, I was going to say, what the fuck does a car trash? Have to do with abstinence from Bro, sex. That's but, what I'm saying. But I know what abstinence has to do with like abstinence from drinking. You can be mm-hmm. abstinent from multiple things. Right. Okay, okay, right. yeah. And that whole, I mean, that whole ordeal fucked me up for like, I remember going home, I was just like, bruh, I don't know, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna make it. Cause like walking to the car, I was just like, damn, bro. 
that shit's a possibility, huh? Like, it just hit me like, damn, we've been driving all these years. It just never hit me like. You could get into a car accident. Yeah, and yeah. just fucking die. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, bro. Yeah, so I'm just like, damn. So that shit really made me scared of uh, car wrecks and everything. That was before I was driving, too. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, how do I, you know, it's the interstate driving, all this shit playing into my mind. But that was definitely, like, an early fear. I want to say pre-teens or close to my teens. Uh, the first fear, though, that I could just remember off, off rip was crazy because that's why I think I was trying to, like, tell you, like, we need to do fears because I was recently seeing, okay, I think I'm scared of statues a little bit. How are you scared of a statue? Let me tell you, bro. It's just something about a lifelike thing that's not alive that just fuck with me. I don't know what it is like. I today I was door dashing and I was doing like a um the crab shack, the crabs crab somewhere. Mm. And when you walk in, it's a fucking statue of Jack Sparrow. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like I jumped a little bit, like, what the fuck? So I don't I don't know what it is, bro, but I remember the first time I seen That's a new one, bro. I ain't never heard nobody ever been. I'm sure it's not the first. You're not the only case. No, I definitely looked it up. I was like, Yeah, I know you're not the only case. <laughs> There's, I can't remember what it's called. Statue phobia. You know, they got like, it's it's a big name for that shit. Of course. I have no idea what it's called. But that's crazy, man. I mean, people, people will diagnose you with anything, bro. You say this and this and this, that is my problem. They're going to diagnose you with anything. But you just, I don't know. You're a pretty fearful person. No, man. That's the thing. I'm not scared of a lot. But I like going through this list of stuff that I was thinking of what I was scared of. Okay, but what you're scared of is oddly specific. (laughs) (laughs) It's very oddly specific. You scared out of most abnormal stuff. Besides, like, okay, car wrecks. Uh, mm-hmm. Who isn't scared of that? But right. statues, my nigga. Statues. That's a very, I ain't never heard of that super one. Super eerie, bro. Like, they don't move. They can be. Now, they can be. It just depends, bro. It really does. But now, if I'm in a graveyard and I see a statue at nighttime, that could be scary. That goes, okay. But that's situational. Right. It, don't, it ain't really just, like, every statue. Yeah. It's just, like, certain ones that just... Jack Sparrow in the crab shack. Because <laughs> he was just a boy, maybe. <laughs> no, he wasn't even standing like that. He was just standing like, I don't even know, bro. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just something abnormal about it. I don't. I have no idea why, bro. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just, because I ain't going to say I'm scared of it. I say it gives me a real unsettling feeling. Like, you know how we be talking about reincarnation? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you could be, you know, they talk about, you know, spirits being trapped into statues and stuff like that. Yeah, I believe that. Like, I believe there's at least one percent of life in the statue. As much as life it is in the plant, <laughs> that's not much in the statue. Wait, how much life is in what? In a plant. A plant is pure life. A plant is totally alive, though. Listen, plants are completely alive. Okay, so, why? Well, so a, a statue analogy. would be holy, like <laughs> very alive. Then well, it's a plant. Listen, this shit got a good one percent of life in it. Whatever. It might be statue. a little bit more than that, <laughs> but yeah, it's just something about them, bro. It's just something about them. But the first statue that fucked me up was um a shark statue, mm. and it was at the Audubon uh, Aquarium in New Orleans. They have, as soon as you walk into the entrance, it's like a whole bunch of sharks just hanging from the ceiling. So I really had like two fears mm. in one at the same time. I looked up, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The statue just petrified me. Then on top of that, water. 
I was going to say water. As you brought it up, water is probably... I'm not really scared of water no more. I feel like I've grown out of it. Like, I really... Because um, I don't know how to swim. Mm. But I really want to learn how to swim now. Mm-hmm. It just was something... Like, swimming was not something I did a whole lot growing up. Like, go to water parks every now and again. Like, swimming, like, every now and again. So, you know... I'm just not the person who hangs out at the pool, never have been, and that's just not nothing that we ever was into, really, even as a family. So I feel like I, I, I gained a kind of water phobia, you know, a little early on, and I feel like I'm growing out of it now. I'm still, like, cruises don't still don't excite me, being mm-hmm. on top of water. Like, that, that don't excite me, and it's not even really a fear thing. It's just... Not nothing I really see myself doing, but people talk about how fun it is. So one day I probably go on a cruise or whatever. But uh, oh, I used to be scared of heights. I did used to be scared of heights. That was early early on. I was very very um, scared of heights, but I I'm not too scared of them no more. Like I feel like everything that I was afraid of that uh, people are typically afraid of, I've kind of just found a way to grow out of. That's in a way. You know what I'm saying? But with it. Certain things I like God, boy. <laughs> Shout out D Hop. I fear God, boy. It won't start till I just finish it. <laughs> but I really just with water, it was almost like, okay, I'm a big boy now. I ain't really scared of this shit. But it seemed like the older I got, the more fearful of water I got. Like mm-hmm. I've been on the cruise, and mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you. I'll never do that shit again. <laughs> like, the only thing that was great on a cruise, bro, is like limitless food. And I was gonna say, I knew you was gonna say food. Yeah, like limitless food, and I'm pretty sure for adults, alcohol. Right, you know what I'm saying? You got just it's a city on water that never closes, so you got shit to do at four o'clock in the morning. You can't much. close, but it's on water. Like it's, it's just one ass boat. Mm-hmm. And just like one ass boat. <laughs> it's just one ass boat <laughs> just on top of this water this mass field like this shit anything and everything can go south on a cruise ship and another fucked up thing about cruise ship is like it's a whole lot of human trafficking that go on with the cruise ship shit cause it's international shit so like human trafficking yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely yeah cause a lot of people get left that like wherever they like port it, motherfuckers get left. Yeah. So and then like if somebody get thrown overboard or somebody oh, dies wow. on a cruise ship, nobody really knows until like it's time to go home. And even then they're gonna be like, wait, well, it, it was a person right here. That's crazy. Yeah, so cruise ships and on top of the fact that they if you just go out at nighttime, cause you know, you out in the water. The mm-hmm. only source of light is the moon <laughs> and the cruise ship you want. Facts. So if you look out into just nothingness, yeah. that shit, it hit different, bro. It's like, oh, damn, we are little as hell. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, though, to see that at this age. It'd be cool. It'd be It'd cool. It'd be cool now. I just... I, I, that ain't nothing I can see myself doing for no week, though. Yeah, that's another thing. I you doing that motherfucker for a cool seven yeah, days. Like, so if you get tired or if you just want to get out, it's good luck. Yeah, <laughs> you got to stick on. But uh, I, I got motion sick too, so that's one thing that I'm afraid will happen. Like I don't know if I if I get motion sickness, bro. I think that shit like bound to happen. Well, if you uh, in a way to an extent, it's very possible. Like your chances are pretty high getting motion sick. It's just about like 
Can you deal with it? Will it wear off quick? You know what I'm saying? Or is it going to be something that had you in your room throwing up the whole time you're on the cruise? Yeah. Type, you know? Because my shit lasted for just a day, but it was yeah. only for that first day. And it was because um, we had left a little late. And uh, what's the fucking, is it a pilot? No, that's, that's the captain. captain yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I got them mixed up. I thought the captain was a nigga that flew the plane, but or he, it's probably both. But anyway, he had left this late. This is your captain speaking. Yeah. yeah. He had left late, and we had to go a couple knots faster than what we were supposed <laughs> to go. I had to learn that terminology. I ain't know what the fuck this shit meant. So we went faster. And the speed is what fucked us up. It was a lot of people that was like, nah, I feel the boat moving. Yeah, it's moving way too fast. Yeah, you're not supposed to feel that bit move, so. For sure. Yeah, so cruise ships is cool, bro. Is it something I'll do again? Fuck no, because I could just, I don't know. I'll go somewhere else and I don't know. Bro, this is off topic, but I want to ship like one of them like Fire Nation off Avatar the last airbender ships. I just want a ship, bro. A big ass ship. A big ass ship. Warship. What, would you, what would you do with a big ass ship but stay on? Whatever water? I want. No, it's I my mean, ship. Well, actually, I do want a ship. Just uh, come in case. on, bro. A just, ship. Just in case. Who like, would not <laughs> want a ship? I ain't talking about no boat. <laughs> a I want a ship. Oh yeah, like a little, big ship, nigga. Yeah. Like a like like. As a ship bigger than a yacht, mm-hmm. nigga. You niggas on yachts, nigga. I got a <laughs> ship. I need my own cruise boat, basically. For sure, for sure. We talking about how we scared of water, but we want cruise ships. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying just in case the damn flood comes. Come on now. There you go. You know, it's, that's what I'm really scared Noah's of. Noah's Ark. Scared of water, bro. I'm just scared of, like, drowning and shit. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Have you ever had a, a, a drowning experience? It's crazy you ask me because... A near drowning experience? The first near drowning experience, I don't know if this shit was a dream or if it's confirmed divine intervention, because I was legit young enough to not know how old I was. Or okay. It was definitely like one of those first memories tucked in the vault type mm-hmm. shit. Kind so, of like that car accident I brought. Yeah. Up. So basically, I, we was at a uh, we was at a hotel in the indoor pool, mm-hmm. whole family type shit. Yeah. And. I don't know what it was, but like with my brother, I just wanted to be with my brother 24 seven. And I seen him in the pool. Naturally. And I'm just like, I'm finna get in the pool with my brother. (laughs) And I run and I jump and I jump like past him. And I know I ended up in like six or five or seven or something. It was past five feet because he stayed in the five feet and I jumped past him. So I either ended up in six or seven feet. I shit you not, bruh. Like I, Felt myself get in the water, and then like I had like a split second, like oh shit, I don't know how to swim, <laughs> <laughs> and I got out the fucking water, bro. And you got out? Got out the water. How the f- how you do that? Like I don't you know. And then you just I got out. Don't know. Well, and somebody the- grabbed you out that water. That's what I'm saying. Somebody what? grabbed you. I don't because you just you know what I'm saying because what what that tells me, boy, you you damn near. You, you drowned. Yeah, I did. And the angel was like, like somebody grabbed you. Yeah. And somebody just grabbed you. It was like, say that, boy. I had one, too. I wasn't even too young. I know this was, you know what I'm saying? In my preteen years, I went swimming with my cousins. I just fucked around and was floating cool for a little minute. Then fucking around. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> had to get up out of there. Man. You know, but what it sound like with you, it sound like you blacked out type stuff. Yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. Like, 
which is scary as hell, bro. Everything happened so fast. It, it, I, I can remember it because it was, like, so weird. And it was it was weird to me even then when I was little. I was like, how the fuck? Because mm-hmm. it was like I knew as a child, okay, I made a dumbass decision. <laughs> but how the fuck did I get out of this? Like, and you said, oh, I can't swim. Yeah, <laughs> like. That's what you fucked up, man. If you would have just did what you were supposed to do and just let your body take care of itself, you would have figured it out without even thinking. But I'm, bro, I'm talking about how right in, got right out. It's like the second I figured out I fucked up was the second I got out that pool, bro. And I don't know if it was my T Felicia or if it was my mama that's like somebody, somebody snatched your ass. No, like I'm saying I got out the water on my own and as I'm getting out the water on my own, I'm looking at, I don't know if it's my T Felicia or my mama, but I'm looking at one of them and they just looked at me like, what the fuck? I'm just looking <laughs> at them like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, that was definitely the yeah, first Oh, that was divine intervention for real. For sure, for sure. But I definitely had a couple close calls with like water itself at the beach. You ever been to a beach, bro? Nope. Bro. I have not. Bro. Beach water is one million percent different from pool water. As you know. Uh, yeah, I know that. It's the waves, bro. The for waves sure, sure. and the currents. Mm. That shit will fuck. That that is that's scary. Mm. Because you'll be out, you think you had a safe distance or whatever. And you're really not. You know? No. Because <laughs> you'll walk out and you'll probably be like, okay, this, this is about like a good like three feet. But the next step you take, you could probably be in seven feet. Mm-hmm. Based on how the ocean go. So, man. Yo, I've been somewhere like one time. Mm-hmm. I do not remember where. But it, it wasn't no beach. I want to say it was kind of like a, a pond lake type vibe. I want to say it was a lake type vibe yeah. to where it would quickly get deep like that. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? I haven't been too many. I haven't even really encountered, like I can count on my hands how many times I've really even encountered water outside of going to a geyser falls, mm. which that's going to take up one hand, like a geyser <laughs> falls or a water park. I, I would say that's a good three, four trips right there. Right. Then pools and actions like that, maybe I need an extra hand. I need three hands, but that's it when it comes to water. I'm not somebody who's, you know, been around water and swimming mm. all their life. That ain't me. Even with water parks, like, I ain't going to say, like, that's one thing I did kind of get got out my fear of I wouldn't even go to like water parks and get on the slide or anything because oh, you tweaked yeah no I was scared of heights bro still am scared yeah, of heights okay, okay, okay. yeah so I it's like that. I'm getting my shit combined <laughs> yeah you scared of heights and water yeah bro so but I really was more so afraid of um because I hate when people be like you scared of water how do you take baths like bitch <laughs> I'm scared of deep That's not the same. <laughs> I'm scared of deep bodies of water that yeah. can take my life I don't, I don't that feel, are stronger than me. Yeah, I don't feel for my life while I'm in the tub. You know what I'm saying? Or in the shower, <laughs> like shit. Duh. But nah, bro. With the with the beach, I definitely remember. I was like the shit was up to my stomach. Mm. Water was up to my stomach, and I want to say my family literally was like by where that window was. And I'm like, not this is not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? They on the sand or whatever. Yeah, the water's up there. Right. So shit, I'm not I'm not going backwards. I'm not going. I'm staying in the same spot, bro. I'm just walking along the lines of where I'm at. Yeah. And shit got deep out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so this shit went from my stomach to my neck, and I'm just like, okay. Oh, now, so I just started trying to swim back, 
and I couldn't swim back because the waves was pushing me back. Mm. So it's like I'm swimming, mm. but I could feel myself yeah, going back. getting carried back. I'm like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah. So that shit made me like swim super hard. So like after a while, I just was able to gain some momentum to go forward. But by the time I had got to where like I could fucking touch my feet to the ground, nigga, I was so out of breath. I was like, bruh. If I was anywhere, like, further back, I don't know if I would have made it back to this point. For real, for real. It be that way, bro. Ugh. Yeah, that's what... Water, I, I can't fuck with water. Bro. I feel that. I ain't gonna lie, I feel that. It's too much shit in the water, too. Yeah. But one day, we're gonna have to live underwater, so... Underwater? Definitely. Don't you think it's some people that's already living underwater? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Darn the fuck That nigga said, of course. Like, conspiracy theory, Benny? Bruh, there's no debate about it, no doubt in my mind. Like, the city of Atlantis is a mm. true thing. They didn't make SpongeBob for no reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What did they say? That 95% of the ocean, or whatever crazy statistic <laughs> is, undiscovered or whatever undefined. Number. We don't know what's down there. Well, oh, I know what's down there. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. In a lot, like it's 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 real live dinosaurs still down there, bro. bro. Like that that's that's basically what they are. They are sea monsters, like dinosaur form. Like of, yeah, they're sea monster form of dinosaurs down there, bro. It's so crazy to the point where you could say blank lives at the the ocean floor. Yeah, and it'll make sense, bro. Anything, people, whatever. Like it's people who really have mutated and and have genetics have. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. They're not human really no more. They True. just, you know what I'm saying? They're whatever species they are, and they yeah. down there. They look similar to humans, but they're not quite human. Motherfuckers got gills for real. You ever seen, it was a Disney Channel movie, uh, I don't not remember the name of it. It's oh, the old shit. one. I you remember. know what I'm talking about. Um, um, the white cubs turn into um Mermaid. He yeah. uh, it's some thirteen. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's his thirteenth tale of some, I don't know, mermaid thirteen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But he he got gills and got right. <laughs> he, got right. he got right. And come on, man. Uh, Ain't nobody that imaginative, bro. That's that be my thing with movies, mm, bro. Ain't nobody that imaginative. That is aliens, all that. You've seen it somewhere before. Mm. Where 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 you come up? What made you so goddamn smart <laughs> and bright to where you was like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna turn a nigga into a mermaid, bro. Somebody like, well, they ain't steal my theory, but we had the same theory. You know, uh, Jumper Jump podcast. Who? It's it was it basically it's a podcast called. What's Jumper, the name of it? Jumpers Jump. Oh, I ain't. Uh, I think I've seen that before. I ain't never like listened to it or watched it though. They basically just like I ain't gonna say they're conspiracy theory based, but they pretty much do the same shit we do, kick the shits. But they and then, yeah, they do a, yeah they do a lot more conspiracy theories though. But mm-hmm. uh, one of their theories was my theory that I thought that I had made up my damn self. Yeah. Was that aliens, the aliens we depict, the uh, the gray or green motherfuckers, the big eyes, spatial UFOs, that's us. What does that mean? Look at us, for one. We're the weird we're the weird looking human beings. That's for one. But two, we have all the technology to go to different planets to have shit orbit around different planets. We're the only species that are interested in going to find other shit around. Wouldn't we be the ones that are found coming down from the fucking sky 
in the rocket ship or some you UFO about on type shit on other planets. Yes. But what does that have to do with us being the great green big eyed aliens? Okay, so those aliens depicted in the movies, they're mm-hmm. they're the ones that are pretty much running experiments on us, right? Like they get a human, beam them up, and some of them they said they well you know you never heard like the stories where aliens fuck humans. This is like <laughs> oh, I've heard a lot of alien stories, but I missed that one. Somebody ain't let me know about the the, the alien rapists out here. Okay, I, the probe I, the probe and shit like that's okay, where they come I, from. Okay, I yeah, yeah. I, or okay. let's see, let's see the um because honestly, bro. Like really, like I've gave, I've given a lot of thought about aliens at mm-hmm. times, but I've never really just truly tried to sit down and think about alien, alien. Did I, I? I've never really did any true research on aliens. Okay, well, think I about say that. think about ants, right? Yeah, ants have their own system going. Right, they're chilling, they're doing their whole thing. They working the whole time. I mean, they don't know we exist really, like until we fucking. Smash one. I wouldn't say that they don't know that we exist, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like we're not in a like daily routine, they thought process. It's like very shit. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they know we exist. Yeah, they feel that ground shit, <laughs> bro. That's what I used to be scared of. Earthquakes, nigga. No, ants, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry. No, 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 no. Traumatic experience, bro. Okay, bro, bro. I had did I think I had some Spider-Man house shoes. I was young as fuck. I was like five, six at the time. Up the hill in my house, bro, with my auntie house, I had stuck my foot in my shoe. Shoe was full of ants. Bro. Oh. So I wasn't even scared of them, but for the longest time, bro, I was the ant bully. Yeah, oh Because they God. had hell to pay. That's- I'm talking, bro, I stuck my foot in there, bro. Ants ate me alive. Yeah. Went crazy on me. <laughs> so from the time from me being about five to ten, I see an ant. It's so sight. Boy. What did you do to the ant? Like, did you do the magnifying glass shit to what? Nah, I ain't never did nothing like that to ants. I just stomped on them. you go. I just brutally stomped on ants. Anytime I seen when you're getting smashed. Do the coup de grace on any ant bed. They're they're dead. Wow. I used to love to pick one out and just <laughs> fuck with them. And just fuck with them. Because so all they replayed in my head was that night. I'm crying like a little bitch because my foot is like, my foot was swole. I got bit by so many ants, bro. Damn, bro. My foot was swole. I got bit by so many ants. <sighs> so, they, yeah, they had hell to pay. They was, they was fire red ants, too. Wow. So, for the longest time, I'm out. A ant? Oh, you know what time it is. <laughs> Bruh, it was one point I ain't seen no ants for a couple years. The word was out. The word was out. I didn't see no ants. Ants knew not to come around me. I was real. And then when the movie The Ant Bully came out, that's me. <laughs> they made that about me. <laughs> you know what Lear not on the camera mean? Like, I've been there before. So, yeah, like. Like, but that was a traumatic experience, so I had to get my get back. Right. No. Killed a lot of ants in my day. You never felt like a racist doing that? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. You still doing it? No, 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 no. This is the thing, though. Okay. 
fucked with me first. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so this is the it's, thing. It's this, this is the thing, bro. You know, you know, you watch a movie or whatever. You know, um, somebody get bullied, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and say it's a specific gender. You know what I'm saying? It's a group of black kids. They they bully a, a white dude. Mm-hmm. So for now, he hates niggas. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know. So he has a hatred for all niggas, which ain't right. And that's kind of had how I had a hatred for all ants. Right. And and same vice versa. If a, a black kid got bullied by some white kids coming up, and then now you know he already has that negative you know perception of white people mm-hmm. like. He gonna fuck one of y'all up, like you know what I'm saying, or or as many as he catch y'all, it's over with for all y'all. So that's how I treated them ants. So yeah, I was racist for a minute when it came to ants. <laughs> I definitely was picking on. Cause now when I, when I see an insect, smush. <laughs> bro, I used to do the fingers smush. I wanted you to feel like I wanted to feel, smush. That's so wrong, bro. I'm glad you grown out of it though. <laughs> I did, bro. But it was, listen. They shouldn't have been in my shoot at night, bro. Yeah, them niggas was just trying. They probably you, had, no. you probably had sweet feet, nigga. I don't know. They ate me up, bro. <laughs> my foot, that my foot was like burning hot, swole. Mm-hmm. That's how many ants was in my shoe, like, bro. Yeah. Like it wasn't even nothing to play. Like, like I'm not talking like oh two three ants, baby. I'm talking a good the a whole good. ant bed was in the was in the house shoe. Type. A little colony, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And they went crazy on me, so I went crazy on them. For, I got my get back <laughs> for some years, for sure. Because I don't back in blood. Because <laughs> I, I don't play to get even, brother. Because that's why I don't hold grudges today. Because yeah. I know how I am. Yeah. I don't. I don't play to get even, bro. I don't play fair. I'm a. I'm a one up you every <laughs> single time. So I don't even. I just let it go. So you know, if you do. If you do cross me or do something wrong, I just leave it alone because mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna play fair at all. Ain't no get back. It's gonna be one up you. That's understandable. You know what I'm saying? So I be chilling. Leave me alone. I leave you alone. <laughs> but they insects. They don't fucking. They know. But they. Bro, I was young, bro. It wasn't I, like I'm. I'm 22 still. I, I ain't doing <laughs> all that no more, bro. I'm just. Hell. But they was getting hell. Like I said, bro. I didn't see no. From 10 to 14, I didn't see no ants, bro. They was not coming out. <laughs> Niggas like, whoa! <laughs> get back in, get back in, get back in. The boogeyman's on the loose. Come on now, man. I mean, that's the thing though. Like, let's just say if you did some weird shit like the the whole magnifying glass. Yeah, I never did nothing like that. I never used no tools on no ant, bro. Yeah. It was straight finger smash stomp. That's it. I had two moves. It always worked. <laughs> <laughs> it always worked. Those two never failed me. I, I didn't have to overdo it. Bro. Oh and oh and, and water, you know what I'm saying? Spray wow. them down. Drown you know the saying? fucking. <laughs> yes, sir. <Sursky. laughs> You're out of there. That man. was it, bro. As far as ants go, man. As far as any insect go, if I see one in my house, I dead ass like get one in the cup and take that shit outside. Never in the tight, bro. I, I just started doing that because oh, okay. I was high one day and you was like, let me preserve life. I was like, <laughs> the Bible said. That should not kill. Yeah, so you should kill anything. It didn't say don't kill you, bitch. Right. So I'm like, shit, I'm just going to let everything live that come across my way. That's a great way to live, bro. Yeah. I'm not at that point because, <laughs> <gonna, laughs> man, <laughs> like, if it's a spider, like, I ain't going to lie. I didn't let a lot of spiders slide in my lifetime. Spiders. Yeah. I've let a lot of spiders slide, but it's just like, 
it depends on the situation. Sometimes I'm like, ugh. You shouldn't have been right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I got to get you out of there. But, you know, like, but no lie, though. Like, with my house, bro, especially in the wintertime, we attract a lot of ladybugs. And, you know, on my spiritual grind, you know, ladybugs are, are supposed to be symbols of good luck and different things right. like that. You know, and, and like this year, even, I have ladybugs land on my body. Like, they yeah. land on me. And I do everything I can to preserve that ladybug life. See, here's the thing. Here's why I stopped killing insects. Because even before I was on my murderous spree, I wouldn't touch a ladybug for shit nah, like, at all. I, I don't give a fuck. I never this. tried to kill a ladybug. Like you said, if a spider, if, if it's in the wrong place, if at it's in my bed, oh, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're but if, dead. It's a, if it's a ladybug, bro, I'm going to find a way to preserve that damn ladybug. Got like, to. And here's the thing. Here's what fucked me up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. What if roaches are like the black people of insects? Ah. <laughs> Cause you see a roach, it's no nigga. We you not done. going out. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do be trying to kill a roach, bro. At my old house, bro. You want to talk about some scary stuff, bro? Listen, bro. Roach was on the couch. The house we lived in was already just. It had a roach problem. Yeah. So we had to get up out of there quick. We didn't bring the roaches. The roaches yeah. was there. I just need to put that out there. Y'all moved like, in. You got roaches? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, like I said, this is like 2008. Okay, okay. But, boy, it was a motherfucking roach on the couch, bro. Big ass roach. Then out of nowhere, that bitch started <laughs> flying. Oh, my God. <laughs> the scariest thing, like, a roach flying? Yeah. Like, like, what's, but that's scary though. Like, even bro, to this no, day, no, 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 no. It ain't still because I know about it now. Okay, I'm talking about that very first time I ever oh, seen it's it. Like, like, oh shit! I ain't know you could. I ain't know that was in your arsenal. I did not know that was possible. <laughs> that was one of the scariest things I ever seen. Like, <gasps> yeah. Like what? Yeah. I did not know that. I was, boy, roaches, bro. And I and it was at the point where I had seen. Enough regular roaches in my lifetime. So when that happened, it was like, oh, oh no, <laughs> y'all won. So when you said in the beginning of the pie, you weren't scared of the lot. Mm-hmm. At that base, the question, what animals are you scared of? Because I know for a fact. To this day? You have to be scared of at least two animals. Two of them. Insect, animal, you got to be scared of some other living I'm not, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not really scared of no insects for real. Facts. I'm more, well, I'm gonna go ahead and finish my point. But I'm not really scared of no insects. Because for one, I'm not really scared of nothing that I'm bigger than. Mm. That's just how my mindset, I've, I've grown into this mindset. If I'm bigger than it, I'm not really scared of it. Now, I'm cautious. And because, you know, you can get stung and bit by stuff. So that's just how kind of how I move. I move a certain way. Like, I'm not scared of snakes. But if I saw a snake, I'm not finna walk up to the snake all regular degular. I'm going to be on my P's and Q's type. And I feel like that's just how I would be with any animal. You know, I'm not going to be too fearful because, you know, I've lived in the country long enough to where I've seen uh, a fox in broad daylight, you know what I mean? Or a, a, a damn near a bobcat on the street, you know what I'm saying? I've seen enough to where I'm not just terrified, petrified, but I'm definitely not trying to be in a situation where 
you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the, the middle of the jungle with a hungry lion. Yeah. I'm not trying to be in that situation, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to the point where I think I'm gonna be the one that lose. We're gonna be eating a, a fucking carcass of a lion that night. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. just how I am. But as far as what I'm scared, I'm definitely still. Uh, I would say I'm scared of bears. There we go. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna try to fuck with no bear or no gorilla. You know what hey. I'm saying? Them two animals right there. Because they are the most like apex predator type. <laughs> you know? They the most like human capable. Like mm, okay, yeah. Because it's like they 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 can do what we do and they stronger and faster. Facts, so they, you facts. know that like a bear a bear can outrun us like for real for real. Yeah. So and I didn't even know that for a long time. But to think of something as big as a bear being faster than me. And I can't remember if it was a bear or a gorilla, but one of them motherfuckers no soft spot. So I think it, bro. I want to say it's the gorilla. Yeah, it I, might be the bear though. It might Bears be both of them niggas. Exactly. I don't exactly. But somebody know a soft spot, so that means I'm not trying to throw hands with a gorilla at bro, all. Niggas, they say they're gonna try to rip out your stomach. Yeah. Rip your throat out and stuff like that. They gon' they they quick kill like a mug. Yeah. So, as far as animals go, I would definitely say, of course, like you said, bear and lions and all those predators and shit. Like, that's, Naturally. I, that's yeah. obvious, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a girl, bro. I was like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I was like, what is she saying to me? But I'm really scared of possums. Nah. Bro. Why though? They're like, they look like the spawn of something evil. They are. And they hiss. They have these really sharp looking teeth. So I'm saying, you saw a possum, you gonna run the other way? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> a, a mil- yes, nigga, fast as shit. Like, I'm trying oh, to get out of there. Because possums are also. They, are, they, they, they not too dangerous, though. They really can't do shit to you. They can't, but they can. Because these motherfuckers are riddled with diseases. Yeah, so. that's, they more of a, a danger to you than they are just to be terrified of. That's true. I ain't gonna say I'm terrified, but I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I cannot look at too many pictures of a, of a nigga. Of a me possum. either. Ain't nobody gonna be googling <laughs> possum pictures. Possums are vile creatures. Yes, they look very disgusting. Owls. Now nah, I can see that owl because them owls like same facial expression. Yeah, they like the Kawhi Leonard of animals. <laughs> it's same even kill look. It's it's something about it's something about like wide eyes, period, bro. Mm. I just can't fuck with it. And the fact that they fly on top of that. My thing with birds, I feel like birds are like supreme beings. <laughs> like I think these niggas They are got sick. the ups at all times. Exactly. exactly. They got the ups. At all times. And them niggas smarter than what anybody really truly knows. Yeah. But um what else can I lie? Komodo dragons, bruh. Komodo dragons? They dangerous. I'm fun. not fucking with no Komodo dragon, bro. Like, that's, that's something I'm terrified of. Like, if I see one of them bitches, like, I might, I might fuck around and have a heart attack. I mean, I, I, for me, it's just like, if I'm in, am I in the wilderness with my scrap, or is this just me going mano a mano, okay. one-on-one barehanded? Even speak oh, with a bear, even if you in the woods with your strap. Man, it ain't always enough with a bear. That's I need something I'm to saying. put this big ass down. That's what I'm saying. You but. need the shotgun for a bear. And with, with shit like possums and, and Komodo dragons, they, they quit real quick, deceivingly quick. You know, turtles are fast, my nigga. They so, quit, yeah, they quit. Yeah, so... With a possum, any, any rodent that moves, anything that's small, 
that I can't kill with my fingers like a rat. I'm scared of rats. Okay. Because they are, if they are trapped in something, they can get their way out no matter what it is. Yeah. To, yeah, to a degree. To an extent. Because a rat trap, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just say if like a, a rat is trapped in that wall, it can get out of control. Oh, yeah, it could because they, they body structure. Yeah. yeah. And that shit, I, I don't just, think they they really don't have bones like talking about. Ugh, shit give me goosebumps. Bro. They just all like flesh, to be honest. Yeah. But you know, like I like I get what you're saying. It's not really a fear. It's just more of a yeah. type feeling. Yeah. Like I, you ain't trying to see no rats. Yeah. But as a young buck, though, shit that I was terrified of, like shit that I like, if I seen this, I'm automatically crying. Chuck E. Cheese, bro. Chuck E. Cheese ain't really ever scared me. Whoa. Probably the very first time I seen him, but that was about it. Man, I'm telling you right now, bro. Like, fuck with Chuck E. Cheese. You fuck with Chuck E. Cheese? For sure, for sure. Man, I never fuck with that rat. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, like, in every sense of the word, he is a bitch, bro. Uh, like, to this day, like, the old Chuck E. To this, to this day, bro, it gives me an unsettling feeling. Fucking hate the old Chuck E. Cheese. Hate him, bro. bro. Chuck E. Cheese to be so lit, bro. Hell no. That shit crazy, bro. Somebody really had to put on that fucking Chuck E. Cheese costume. Yeah. And look at kids crying shit as they walk. Hey, there you go. He's I was, I was, and that little baby crying. I was bro. one of them. That, that's the worst job. I you told can that have. nigga that my daddy will beat you up. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Bro, like, it's so funny watching it because it's like, Kids want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't. They brought it for my birthday. You didn't want to go to no. Chuck E. Cheese? I told them. I was like, I don't want to go. And they brought you me to my birthday. You are abnormal. You are Bro. the anomaly. Cool I've fuck. never heard any kids say they didn't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Every kid wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese. But then when they see that lifelike rat, <laughs> something just Seven triggers them, bruh. That motherfucker is beast. That motherfucker is Wide eyes. Wide Big eyes. Mouth. Yeah. Great. Fucking who likes gray? Big but, ears, all that. Bruh. Rats. A big rat with a with a fucking purple jersey. Went there for my birthday twice. Some green pajamas. On some back to back years shit. I don't know what the fuck we was like. I don't did know. you wrong for me you go back to back. I don't know what it was, bro. Oh, I went to, we I, always go check the cheese again, you know? Hey. <laughs> you little pizza. So shit. I mean like like you said, support. Chuck E. Cheese is a really fun place, man. All until that goddamn rat come out. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> think about it like, why Back in the gap, Chuck E. Cheese was lit. No. Chuck e. Cheese, not, not, and I'm talking about the place, like the games right. and the, the, games. the tickets. Everything was fun, bro. Everything would be so much cooler without that fucking funky ass rat, <laughs> bro. Like, why do they have that? It, it would literally, they would tell you to stop playing, <laughs> come to the table. Just for the rat to pop out. Like, this, I'm not hungry. I don't even want to eat. I'm in the zone, in the bro. arcade. And the damn Chuck E. Cheese come out. What be crazy is they used to have like the mechanical Chuck E. Cheese with the band and shit. Yes. Like and, and, and then the, the big rat oh, on the real Chuck E. Cheese, he come out out of nowhere. That's the thing. That's <laughs> it was like it was dope. That used to fuck with me. I ain't gonna lie. Cause I'm already scared of statues at that point. Too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was scared of statues when I was little too. Yeah. Animatronics, animatronics, have you say this yeah. shit? 
That's a word. Whole nother, whole nother, whole nother level to the fear, bro. So I'm watching, like, as a kid, I'm at the table, I'm sitting, I'm like, my head is on the swivel as a four year old. We should not, you should not be a paranoid <laughs> four year old. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all trying to get this fucking right. <laughs> so I'm looking around, I'm like, the place is packed. Has For he, sure. You know what I'm Did he come Back out? in our day, Chuck E. Cheese was a spy. I, I know I went, like, my fifth birthday. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm looking around, like, okay, did he come out for that? Party or did he, is he gonna come out for this party? Like, yeah, where is this nigga at? You know what I'm saying? He, exactly that. <laughs> he got the ups. <laughs> he got the ups. Ooh, that feeling of dread, that feeling of doom is like just on your chest as a four year old. You like this nigga going away, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so you looking at the 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 makeshift Chucky's the um the animatronics or whatever you mm-hmm. like. Fuck. TV screen, the TV screen, like it's the movies that they everywhere. Oh God, they used to play them movies, bro. Him booling with his friends, bro, the Cheese used to be lit, bro. That was a franchise. Oh my God, fuck Chuck E. Cheese, man. As a kid, though, that's definitely something I was like petrified, petrified over. <laughs> and that's it's crazy because I wasn't scared of much as a kid, but uh, Chuck E. Cheese statues, pretty much. Um, I don't know, bro, and um. Pretty much like those any like zombie grotesque looking face, you know mm. what I'm saying? I, I wasn't really scared of like a Jason or Chucky or whatever, anything that looked like it was dead, pretty much. For sure, for sure. I don't know why, bro. It's just it fucked me at a young age. Mm. Yeah. I feel that though. I, I can understand because you know, I've had some similar experiences. I feel like most of my fears though, uh Things they they always stem from like just a real life traumatic experience, just about all of them. But now I'm not even I'm not too fearful. The only thing I bro I'm I'm I have anxiety. Sometimes I have very bad anxiety. Like I'd be really in control, but I have just those spurts where I have some very bad anxiety. And um when I when I quit, well when I stopped smoking for a while. My anxiety had got real bad, like, the first two, three weeks, bruh, as I went on my smoke break. Them first two, three weeks was hell on my anxiety because, like, all I could do was just think worst-case scenario. Like, you know that feeling, bruh, when you at school and you just randomly get called to the principal's office. Mm, yeah. Your mind goes like, damn, what the fuck I do? Yeah. This, this, and that. Or you at work, you get called to your manager's office. God damn. Yeah. Fuck. Right. I was late. Um, damn, I've been late for three days. But you know what I'm saying? Your mind just keep going, just do different things. and Directly to the worst. Directly to the scenario. worst possible scenario. And I still struggle with that. Like, like I just started a new job and, and and it wasn't even nobody who was even a manager. It was just like somebody like, oh, such and such want to see you. And my mind went straight to the the worst, like, oh, what the fuck? What do they want? Just yeah. I just have real bad anxiety. Like, I don't fear too much, but anxiety, like situational anxiety is just still that one thing that plagues me the most that I'm just trying my best to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And... I'm working on it. Like I said, I, I get a lot better where now I don't I don't have no too many anxious moments throughout my day, but I might have one or two that just be having like like what the fuck, bro? Like just anything that has like a cliffhanger to it. Mm-hmm. Like is like the word like somebody like you you in a relationship and you know your girlfriend like we need to talk. 
You yeah. and you in your mind go, well, what the fuck you want to talk about? What is this? What's going on? Like, I this, that's just the, my number one thing right now. I would say anxiety is just my my biggest. I want to say uh, thorn in my side to okay. get biblical with it. Mm. That's the thorn in my side, my anxiety, especially since I can't you know smoke weed. Um, the weed is weird because weed can can fuck up your my anxiety because. Uh, something you know how you can get paranoid when you right. have, right? But it also can bring such a calmness to you, to where you ain't you ain't anxious, nigga. You high, you chilling type. Right. So <sighs> anxiety is the one though. One me, you know, I can relate on this anxiety level because I, for one, growing up, I ain't know I had that shit. Like mm. it's embedded in me. Like I'm, I'm a anxiety shawty. Yeah, for sure, for uh, sure. I feel that. Like it just, it's, it's. Riddled in my family, uh, from my great grandma, uh, my mama definitely has it. Mm. Uh, I'm not too sure if my nana has it, but my great grandma, my mama, and my T Felicia, go figure. Coincidence, I brought it up earlier. This shit is no coincidence, yeah. but um, yeah, they all have like super, super bad anxiety to the fact they have to take like medication for that shit. Oof. Yeah, hope I never get to that, bro. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now, I know I have to take medication for that shit because it got to the point where. I realized, like, oh, shit, this is anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, my heart would beat so fast. Yeah, and you could feel your heart beating. Every yeah. single fucking day, like, random situations, different scenarios, my heart to do, to do, to do. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, and part of that is why I said, uh, I don't know if it was this podcast or another podcast. The reason why we scared of shit like the dark or scared of shit like me, hallways, or statues It's because Long hallways nigga. Long hallways bro Okay I can feel that Your brain feels in space There you go Your brain just cause You did say the last podcast yeah. About feeling in space Your creativity Will make shit scarier Than what anything Is really You know Is Facts So When you And I have Anxiety on top of social anxiety. Right. Because I, when somebody explained what Ooh, social anxiety... Yeah, when they explained what social anxiety was, I was like, oh, fuck, I got that. Yeah. Because you're literally just sitting around looking at people thinking of what they think of you. <laughs> and that's like the worst fucking... It is the worst feeling, like just sitting in a room with like a bunch of people or going to a, uh, somewhere where you don't even know nobody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you walk out the car, like me with this tank top on today. I, I was door dashing with this tank top on today. I hate wearing tank tops because I always saw people look at other people in tank tops, but that nigga think he big. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> so every yeah. time I wear, I'm like, fuck. I already know. I don't know how many people been like that nigga think he big. Da -da 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 -da. It's hot outside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in this pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it's like. <laughs> Like I have, I know, I know I've been in that situation. Yeah. Like, look at this nigga, man. You ain't big. Yeah. You ain't big, <laughs> right? Like, just oh, getting out the car, yeah. Pulling up to a smoke session, and you get out the car, and it's quiet as fuck. You like, goddamn, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it quiet when I get out this bitch, man? Like, y'all niggas was just talking. So I mean, social anxiety, bro. It is. You are really like that, brother. Yes, it's dude. Crazy. That's why like, I go places. And I, that shit is fancy pants, like. <laughs> bro. Sometimes that shit has made me weirder than what I'm like trying what not you, to come. Yeah, 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 because like I'll go somewhere and deliberately not try to look people in their face. Mm. Because like I said, I've seen people look at people like and just get, they you, you accidentally 
make eye contact with somebody and I see him motherfucker, damn, can I get my face back? Right. Like, what the fuck is he staring at, nigga? Damn, you know what I'm saying? And you had niggas be like, what the fuck is this nigga looking at? And I'm like, yeah. bro, we accidentally made eye contact. So I never try to look people in their face that I don't know, of course. Yeah. And I look any nigga in the face now, though. I'm, man, I'm, what's up, nigga? It, de- it depends, because, like, the, uh, situations. that's why it's so weird for me. Because in my heart, I'm a nigga. Like, you I have situ- situational anxiety, yeah. too. In my heart, sometimes I really just don't give a fuck. I'll walk somewhere, head up high, mm-hmm. chest out. Like, I wish somebody would say something. But certain times, it's just like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, it just depends on if you in that in that mental box. Because I know, like, I'm, I'm pretty antisocial t- to myself. Like, uh, big crowds, I'm not too big of a fan of. And I think COVID made it worse, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, COVID made my, my anxiety really is where it stems from. Like, well, I don't want to say it stems from that, but it just heightened it to where, you know, like I was out of that kind of shell type thing, but I've really, I really grew back into like a social anxiety shell because of COVID. Like it, it, it definitely made it sharper and heightening, but I don't know, man, it just depends. Cause you know, I, I, I'm a Gemini. So sometimes I can get moody. Like, just don't fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nigga, don't look at me wrong, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I be in a very violent mood sometimes. For no reason? For no okay. reason. Okay. I wake up and choose violence. Okay. But I, I, I'm doing better, like, you yeah. know, I, because my life is great. So I just think positively all day, every day, for the most part. I'm like, what? There ain't no point. But when I'm, in, when I'm out in public, and I'm by myself, and, and my guard just be on ten. Yeah, I'm on violence all day, every day. Do not look at me wrong. I don't know you. Don't even talk to me, bro. <laughs> I hate crazy. it. I hate it. Like, and I hate being like that sometimes. But I remember um, me and my dad uh, took my niece and nephew to see Frozen. I guess he didn't want to take them by himself. He, he whatever. Mm-hmm. But we went to see Frozen too. Phenomenal movie, by the way. Um, Never will see it, but go ahead. It was beautiful, bro. Like I didn't think I was gonna like it. I loved it. Frozen two. <laughs> Frozen two was amazing. Okay. Uh, fucking Elsa, I think who was the main character. Mm-hmm. That little bitch, bang. <laughs> she like, and I don't mean like in no fine way. Like I mean like on some superhero Iron Man type shit. Okay. okay. But 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 but. So we we go to like somewhere to eat, and I was on my phone. With my head down, and, and my dad was like, "You antisocial?" I'm like, "What?" Because it was so baffling that he just chose this time to say, "Oh, you antisocial?" Yeah. And I'm like, "What makes me antisocial?" And he was like, "You just you're out in public sitting there on your phone." And you're right, I am antisocial. Yeah. But I don't feel like I was being antisocial in, in that, that moment. moment. Yeah. But hey. I'm antisocial. And I can be antisocial still to this day, in which I'm kind of like in a weird predicament to be an antisocial person because a lot of people like, like, I don't know, something about my aura just brings people to me. Like, mm-hmm. complete strangers love having conversations with me. That's crazy. I really, it's, it's certain times where strangers will come up to me and I'm forced to have a conversation. But like I said, with, um, with Nika on the pod, like, she was like, you know, 
because we was diving into, you know, what may, well, what would you do to get into a girl's DM or how mm-hmm. would you do that or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, really, nowadays, I just don't do it just because, like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so played out. It, it's just like, I really want to leave folks alone. That's mm. point blank, period. Like, niggas, women, any, I just want to leave people alone because that's just what people seem like they want. They just want to be left alone. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I just leave you alone, you know? I feel that. But it's. With the anxiety though, bro, that shit is. I, I know I need medicine for that shit, cause I it'd be something as simple as just fucking checking my bank account, and my heart would be fast. Or yeah, pulling up even to the park with my niggas, my heart would be fast. And like it, it got to the point, I'm like, nigga, why is my heart beating fast? Like why? Are we- I don't know. Man. You need you need an exercise. Yeah, well, nice. Something you can do a stress ball, but I, I don't I don't I don't recommend no. Medicine, that government medicine, right? That shit, shit make your shit worse, bro. Yeah. And have you, or you, you end up with some way worse than some anxiety, like, right? You know that shit lead to depression because drugs and depression don't mix, bro. Mm-hmm. So when you depressed and you get on these type of drugs and you quote become, unquote antidepressants, yeah, you way dependent on that shit. Yeah, you get way dependent on it, and it don't ever make you feel no better. Hey, it, it makes you feel worse. Like it's just something about being in a uh I don't know how should I say this? Being in a drug induced state mm-hmm. where you're not really too sober, having like just the drugs in your system and you're depressed, they do not mix well. They are very volatile combinations. Like like my boy J. Cole said, man, addiction and depression do not mix, bro. Mm-hmm. You just gotta find you a better way. Yeah. And if you're looking for a better way, <laughs> meditate. 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 <laughs> Don't medicate. Don't medicate. Hey, fuck J. Cole. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I love that song, though. That That's was a, cool a great song. song. You think the album is... K.O.D.? What you rate that album out of 10? 7 out of 10. 7? Ugh. 7 out of 10. Uh, 6 and a half. Okay, six point five. Okay, there we go. There we Which go. Which that's a to me though with albums, bro. It's very hard to get a ten. Ten is the most amazing thing I ever heard. Type. Okay, well, yeah. Tens and nines, you're not gonna get that. Like a six and a half is a very good album. Mm-hmm. Anything over seven, I feel like is a great album. Like when you get in that nine ten range, that's classic. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Sevens and eights is like great albums, and then anything over a five is a good album. Okay. Four and below, really, we don't care. Well, five is plain mediocrity. Six is, you know, it, 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 it's, it's high. Nah, I say five. Five is like five is like average to where, you know, what I'm saying it's it's decent. It has a few good songs. Okay. Six is like okay, this is a pretty good album, but it got some skips. Mm-hmm. Seven is getting into that realm. Okay, there's no skips. Solid good album straight down the line. Then, like I said, once it hit eight, that's a great album. Nine tens is classic, undeniable type. Okay, okay. So if you in that six and a half, seven range, like I said, KOD is, yeah. Okay. It's a good album. Good album. But yeah, man. As far as like any, <laughs> as far as any new fears, I know I've gained the fear. Of oh, oh thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. I gained the fear definitely of statues and uh it was something else I was like I don't, I don't fuck with right now. What was this shit? 
Yes, getting the police called on me. Like, okay, that's a yeah, that's a okay. I would say yeah, I'd be scared of that too. As far as like, cause I, I sit in parking lots a lot. <laughs> ah, okay, 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 yeah. Some weird shit. Like sometimes, like I dead ass just want to get away from the crib. I ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> and you sit in the parking lot. And I just sit in the parking lot. And you don't know how many times like people would just look at my shit or look at me. And I'm just being like, yeah, you a nigga in a car oh, in God. a parking lot. The first thing I think of was like, please don't let this nigga be calling the police. <laughs> like, and I always leave like immediately, bro. Whenever you feel like somebody about to call the police on you? Hey, yeah, well, if people just look at me too long, I'm like, I don't know what this is about. I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying, abort mission. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, because that's not a good feeling. For sure not. But other than that, like, mm. I can't really say that I'm really, uh, nothing new that I'm really scared of. Nah. I can't, you know what I'm saying, really think it. Me, I, I honestly, bro, I have like bigger fears like like I used to have like last year I was struggling a lot with like fears of not being successful in life like oh yeah like I'm I'm the nigga like only thing I'm really scared of is being a fucking bum like that's true that's that's my biggest fear like my my biggest fear is like really not living up to my potential like that that is something that you know eats at me every single day but that's what kind of keeps me going Mm-hmm. Keeps me motivating to working, but since we was, I knew we was gonna do this topic. Of course, um, really, bro, the biggest thing that I'm afraid of, bro, is is dying mm-hmm. before my parents. Oh, okay. Because um, I would hate for my parents to have to bury me under okay. any circumstances. Because you know, of course, we don't want to lose our parents, and you know, we all dread the day that it was gonna come, but. It, there is nothing really worse than a parent having to bury their child. So that's, I would not right. want that burden on on my parents. So, you know, and it, you watching this, listening this, whatever, you know, just make sure you're doing the right things. You're putting yourself in the right situation because anything can happen at any moment. Yeah. And it's a lot of people who in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just do your best. Put your best foot forward to not be a casualty caught in the crossfire or whatever, whatever. You know, if you know you messing with the wrong crowd, get out that crowd, bro. Yeah. Sis, it's not worth it. <laughs> and yeah, because I mean, it's plenty of dangers in the world already enough. So if you're putting yourself in harm's way, harm is going to come. Yep. And, you know, um, but, you know, thinking about this, uh, I used to fear death. Death, I had to get over. In 2016, um, was the most uh, deaths that I had, like, inside my family. Like, mm-hmm. it was a point where, um, like, I want to say between, like, 2013, like, a high school years, from, like, ninth to 12th grade, I didn't go to church too much in that time frame. And um, that was our 12th grade year. And I went to about like four or five funerals that year Damn. in 2016 because in April, like early April, I had an older cousin who passed. Um, so that was the first funeral. Then in May, um, like two weeks before we graduated, my granddad passed from like um, thoracic cancer. Hmm. He passed from that. 
And um, so it was May 14th. I always remember that. May 14th, we had his funeral on May 19th. On May 21st, my cousin got killed at a, at a nightclub. So this was within a week's time. And I will never forget um, the reason why, you know, it was just so traumatic. Because I had never seen my mom, like, cry like that before. Because yeah. it's my auntie who stays on this hill. So... I just remember, bro, I'm I'm asleep, bro. It's like um, Sunday morning. And she comes in the house because, you know, the sheriff or whoever come, you know, let the family know, whatever. And I had never seen my mom ever cry like that for real. Like, I've seen my mom, like, shed some little petty tears over a Tyler Perry movie, like, Die of a Mad Black Woman. She used to always cry at the end of the movie where the nigga get the girl and whatnot. But... That moment where she was crying, bro, and and they was, I was just standing there like, what am I didn't know what to do yeah. type stuff, and so that that whole experience I had to go through with learning how to deal with death and and stuff like that, like how to kind of cope with it because honestly I didn't know it was a real thing yet, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew of it, but I didn't really because I had only ever had been to one funeral my whole life before mm-hmm. that whole time. Yeah. So to have to go to four or five funerals all in the span of that one year and I had to go to two within the, the same week, basically. That's when your mortality hits you. Exactly. Okay. And that's when I, that's where I, that's where life became like real. That's right. where I was like, I know like it, shit hit home mm-hmm. so when shit started hitting home with death I re- like you said mortality hit me and I had to really realize you know what it, what it, what it is and what it ain't you know right. out here in life and life is not anything to play with you can go at any moment and like I said I got my granddad who passed at the age of 72 73 in his early 70s right. which is still you know young to somebody right. and then I have my cousin get killed who's 29 yeah. you know what I'm saying ain't 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 even ain't even reached his potential in life you know for real what he was capable of 29 they'll still call that a kid for sure for, for sure for sure yeah. it's, it's most definitely a kid so just to have them two different ends of the spectrum like you know shit was crazy and like I said that all happened in May and it was so bruh cause Look, at, we had my granddad's funeral, like I said, on May 19th. We graduated. My, my cousin got killed on the 21st. My, we graduated on the 25th, and my 18th birthday was on the 26th. So I was going through the most roller coaster of emotions that was ever possible like, to happen because, you know, like graduating from high school is like a peak moment in life. And then I'm being, but I'm being like shifted so far back low with deaths hitting my family. So on, on both sides of my family. So it was just like life, life was literally hitting me from every single angle. So I think it was like a, a real, real like shell shock moment. Like, and I got it like as soon, like before we technically, before we graduated for real, like right before my 18th birthday, like life was like nigga. It's been a you see what you see what's going on yeah. now, tight. So, getting getting over the fear of death in a sense, you know, I still do, you know, what I'm saying fear the day that you know my mom, dad passed, or whatever. But right. you know, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. You know? So 
I'm just so focused on living, bro. Like, I'm big on life. You know what I mean? So, you know. With that death stuff, bro, like, I was for sure. I think everybody kind of grows up scared of dying. Who don't, really? For sure. But it's that moment where you're not scared of death anymore. It's the the bigger moment for me. Mm. And... That moment came, it came at a fucked up time. I ain't gonna lie. I think that it always comes. When you stop fearing death, I think that's either your lowest in life or it has to be your highest in life. No in between. No in between because I was definitely at one of my lowest in life when I stopped fearing death Mm. because I want to say I was getting ready to go. I was either in college or getting ready to go to college. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, fuck, bro. I just really can't wait to die. Powers in the tongue, man. You gotta watch what you say. Bro. I know, bro. And that's what I was like. I was trying to manifest this shit. I was like, bro, I'm not feeling. I'm sick. I, I remember that time period in yeah. your life. Yeah, I, was. <laughs> I remember when you was out here suicidal cab. Nigga was on suicide. Watch out, this bitch. Nigga on Twitter. Yeah, everywhere, like really. in the fucking somber. Yeah, bro. Like that shit was just. Cause at that time it was just like an identity crisis. Like I looked mm. up, and I was just like, "Damn, bro, who really my friends? Who really my family? Who yeah. really, who, who am I really? Yeah. What the fuck am I good at? What is my purpose? This, that, and the third. Like, and I, everything really just like wrapped up in, inside of one little ball, and it got thrown at me, and I was just. It was a shell shock, but yeah. more more often than not, though, I thought about death a lot. Like I just thought about like, damn, how am I gonna die? How am I gonna die? how am I gonna die? Until somebody you love dies, and you like, oh fuck. It hit way different. Yeah, it's like, damn, it's Is that something I want to play with, right? Well, not even it's just like, I know how that shit made me just feel. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's somebody. I ain't gonna say expected to die, but there's somebody who was expected to die before me. And it's I like, get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's like, damn, even with them going, it's still like, fuck, bro, why the fuck you leave? You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I, I know for a fact if I did that, if I left, if I died, that shit would be, that shit would haunt my spirit knowing how many people were hurt from By you, know, you dying. Right. For sure, for right. sure. But, uh, yeah. It was at the time, it was at one point where I was just like fearless of this shit. Cause I was like, anything that hurt me or anything that could potentially hurt me, I was like, fuck it, I gotta die anyway. So that's literally my goddamn. That was your only mindset. That was the go to line. That's still my own. Gotta um, die anyway. Yeah, that's still my uh, my bio on Twitter. That's and not that's not a bad way to look at life though. That's a perspective though. Right. Cause it's how are you saying it? Exactly, because now I can it means totally different. Exactly. I can say this shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and thrive with it. But back yeah. then, I was using this shit to like, I could crash out and then I'd be like, fuck it, I got it anyway. So, but nah, like, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely, death is definitely one of those things where, I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's really, in no cliche terms, it's really beautiful. Definitely. Because it's all about how you respond. You know what I'm saying? It's all about how you act afterwards. So but that's life. During it. That's literally life. Like, literally life. Life is death. Death is life. True. Hey, all in one. But with death, it's, you really get to see, like, pretty <laughs> much on some KD shit if your whole team go down. All right, now you got to win the championship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now you have to show me something. Now you got to do something. Or else, 
you're thrown in the boat with everybody else. Hello. You're not. You're not. Uh, you're not a top five player. You're not Hall of Fame player. You're not a transcending player. You're not a player I'm going to remember from. Uh, 20 years from now you just lumped in the boat with everybody else but if you deal with this adversity this way well shit now I ain't got no choice but to remember you but all it falls in the same with death like if you treat death with hmm I don't know it's you almost gotta be delusional with it I wouldn't say delusional I get where you going mm-hmm. I would say though you definitely you definitely have to be open minded yeah and you definitely have to be I want to say enthusiastic in a way Mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody, you know what I'm saying, cries about the death, but you got to smile and laugh about the life. You know what I mean? How good it was. You know what I mean? And you got to cherish the moments you did have, you know, like with my grandparents, like when my granddad passed, like I didn't have a whole lot of memories with him. Mm -hmm. Same for my Mm -hmm. cousin. But the thing about it was, I always remember seeing my granddad. He got a little change for me, and you know what I'm saying? And, and he put a smile on my face every single time I seen him. Yeah. Every single time. I always laughed, smiled with my granddad. And it was the exact same way with my cuz. He always was a little cuz. And he was he was a cool-ass nigga. Like, yeah. that nigga was cool as hell. My granddad, like, there was two of the coolest niggas I will ever meet in my life. So, for both of them to pass and them be so similar, like I said, different sides of the spectrum when it comes to age and life, whatever, whatever, but just two cool-ass niggas that's like, man, I wish I would have had more moments with them, but the moments I did have, even though they were so small and and to some, they seemed so minuscule, but, you know what I'm saying, when they gone, those moments are huge yeah. and they last a lifetime you know what I mean so yeah. and they actually the reason why I got this angel wing like I got this angel wing pretty much because of all the family members that had passed back in 2016 because my my granny on my mom's side had passed too at the end of 2016 so you know when I got this tat in I think I got this tat in 2017 or 2018 mm-hmm. I, I just had them in mind and it was just like you know, I and I know now, like, I definitely believe I have angels all around me. You know what I mean? Without a shadow of a doubt, somebody is looking out for you. Like, right. y'all don't just be going through life, shits, kicks, and giggles. Like, yeah. somebody's looking out for you. Bro, it's crazy you said that. For real, for Cause real. Because I might as well go ahead and tell my police story when I got pulled over on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, bro, we did After jump. questioning God. <laughs> After questioning God. After about bro. two hours, yeah. So, bro, oh, my goodness. So, as y'all, or you, y'all probably don't know, my father passed away, though. And me and my father had a real weird-ass relationship. Growing up, I fucking couldn't stand my daddy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, if I was big enough, I'd beat the <laughs> shit out. I was talking about, I just because. Because, like, my daddy was, uh, he kept to himself a lot, like, He's real. I mean, I, we we are the same pretty much. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like I grow up I'm like damn, like my daddy. But we don't really say shit to ourselves. Uh, smoke hella weed though. <laughs> y'all like what y'all like. Y'all do what y'all do, and that's pretty much you know yeah. that's y'all. Yeah, we'll stay up out the way if shit don't make sense to us. We just really gonna ignore it. Really, for sure, you know for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've seen him. Like when my mama is. 
doing jibber jabber saying some bullshit that really don't matter, he would dead ass ignore that woman. <laughs> of course. I'd be like, shit, That's I don't, what you supposed you know to do. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to argue with you. He would always tell me, he was like, That's why I always know your mom. Anytime she say some stupid shit, what else is there to say? You can't be, <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. Stupid shit. Yeah. You can't be rational or irrational people. I'm like, damn, you, you I fucking. Yeah, that nigga spitting. <laughs> exactly. And that's crazy because we didn't talk until I was 19, bro. Mm. 19, he found out I was smoking. And his philosophy was like, hey, I don't want you getting this shit from nobody else. I don't want you smoking with random people. You know, you know, there's a spike. Yeah. yeah, the spice epidemic was going on. Oh, you know, I remember that time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't smoking at all then. So, yeah. yeah. So it was just like, he was just, just be careful who you smoke with. As a matter of fact, just smoke with me. So I was like, shit. All right, you know what I'm Why saying? Why not? Yeah, so. who's gonna turn out weed? It, exactly. <laughs> never been that was like down, the time bro. of my life. I was still getting big high too. Yeah. Like highs would get like it was beautiful. I still felt like an angel when I was getting <laughs> high. Like nigga, anything was tasting good. Everything was feeling great. Those type of highs. Yeah, yeah. We started talking around that time, and it's crazy. That in mid-conversation sometimes, I just stop and tell myself, like, damn, boy, you, I remember what you said as a kid. It was like, I remember saying this as a kid in my head. I was like, nigga, if my daddy died, I wouldn't even cry. Mm. I was like, I don't, even, I don't even think I'd be sad for real. And I remember saying that shit as a kid in my head. Yeah. And um, like I said, we did not talk at all. We didn't speak at all. Uh, we had no type of relationship. Like I just knew this nigga would come home from work, eat, go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? That's all you knew. Yeah. That's all I knew. Yeah. Shit. But after just talking with him and realizing, then we got the same blood. Realizing we got similarities. Realizing, ah, shit, we really are like two of the same people. You know what I'm saying? And it would be times I put him on shit. And I'd be like, damn, like we have a, a full fucking, you know, a little bond. Like I said, it'd be, yeah. in, it'd be in the back of my mind. I always said, like, you you wish this nigga dead at one time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And when he did pass away, I was just like, you know, everything pretty much made sense. Mm. It didn't make sense at the time, but it made sense. Like, my daddy always, as a kid, like I said, he really told me shit. But I always learn shit from my daddy. He always taught me shit without telling me directly. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, See it through the actions and yeah, the mannerisms yeah. and different things like that. So with this, after he passed away, everything, like, really, as soon as he passed away, the thought that jumped in my head was, this nigga's a sick fuck. I think he planned this because, <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows that I'm, I was in, I was in Alabama at the time mm-hmm. by myself. I was with my brother, but I was by myself. That was another crazy thing too. I just got with my uh, my brother, who I didn't really talk to at all. Right, and you know that was his son. So we, you know, we got our bond going or whatever now. But um, I was really down there by myself with him and shit. And I was just like. Well, shit, it's time to be grown. It's time to, you know what I'm saying? It's time to mm. do what, you know, because it's, it's just time to put up or shut up. Like, I'm in that position to get the job. I got the apartment, with, you know, by myself. And now it's time to do what he want me to do. And it's it, it just like, he's showing me right now, like, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is how you do this. But it's without telling me. Right. I've had many experiences where it's just like, damn, I remember he, I, I, I had to, with the police story, right? Right. So, I'm going to tell you the story first. He got pulled over. Well, it was a roadblock at the end of the bridge on Parkway. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when you're going over that shit, you really can't see what's at the bottom of it. Of course not. That's why they set up right there. Yeah. So he was smoking a good fat ass blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my nigga Lowe's, man. <laughs> nigga was smoking a fat ass blown away home from work, I'm guessing. For sure, for sure. And of course he 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 was riding with some shit on him over like, yeah, I don't know how much, but my daddy he he, he dabbled in a little so he never sold. He would always sell anything over a hundred. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I'll sell it if it's if it, if the money calling pretty much. Right, yeah. But he would Let always, me go ahead and get this off. I got enough of it. Right. Yeah. But he would always buy his weed like in, in, in bulk In bulk Because this nigga smoke all the time but, Of course like I That's said, what you do When you were growing is, Man you you buy enough weed To last you Right right So I remember he was On the way home He said um, He got He got in the roadblock Or whatever And in my mind I'm looking at this nigga I'm like How the fuck are you home Like You, yeah. you went through a roadblock Nigga I smell you right now yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we about to go smoke Like how are you home But um, Basically Like he had went through the roadblock and the I can't remember where his weed was at, but they didn't really search the car, search the car because mm-hmm. like it was in the like glove department or under the seat type place or whatever, and they didn't find it. And uh, what they did find was probably like a uh, like a little dub or whatever, and they made him you know throw the weed away. Of course, yeah, <laughs> throw the weed away, blah, 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 <laughs> and just go home, get out of here. For sure, for sure. And, you know, he was like right at the crib or whatever. I got pulled over right on that fucking bridge, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, my guy, it is like two hours away from my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is about to happen? I, too, have weed on me at mm-hmm. this point in time. I, too. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I, do. I too, uh, you know, I, I was riding a little hot, but uh, I got pulled over, bro. I was just thinking like, ah, oh, shit. God, daddy, somebody, <laughs> somebody out there. I need you. Somebody help me, please. But the way that that situation, you know, boiled over is I had, I didn't really have too much on me. Like, mm-hmm. not in terms of how much weed, I just had like, just a little bit, not even enough to make a, not even enough to make a full blunt, really. Oh, what? Exactly. But Get I had it here. in a little piece of paper or whatever, in yeah. like a little envelope, and that was in my glove department. And you know, I remember they were searching the car, and they was you know going through everything, and I'm sitting there kind of confident, like, well, I know they're not finna give me a pair of because you know what I'm saying. You ain't got none. I ain't got none. But I always knew if I'm a ride and smoke, or if I'm a ride and know that my car gonna have some sort of faint smell of weed that to not have either no weed in there or as smallest amount of weed in there as possible mm-hmm. or and not have any paraphernalia for sure for sure so um you know all this going through my head and you know i, I still had my little just a little like a teeny tiny little bit in my glove department and they never really like searched in the glove. They they went through it, but like I said, my shit. Yeah, searching if you are. Yeah, yeah, my shit in a piece of paper, so they not really looking, you know, for that. So, but man, it was all like, damn, bro. My daddy kept telling me, stop riding. Wait, if you gonna smoke, nigga, stop riding with all that shit on you. Can't or ride just, with all of them. Yeah, just be careful with anything, but. Yeah, man. I mean, I know if you wouldn't have taught me that lesson, nigga, I wouldn't be straight talking shit right now. I'd be in the bar. Yeah, yeah, bro. But 
Yeah, man. I just shout out to him. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. Shout out to Clinton Police Department. <laughs> Fucking goose. But yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went sure. off on a, a whole long tangent. Yeah, hey, man. As you should. Yeah, yeah. As you should. But you know. Yeah. I like that story though. Yeah. yeah, I like that, especially with the indirect teaching, like, because you know we we absorb so much from our parents and brothers and you know what I'm saying people that we just see on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like, you know, you know what's crazy though? What's that? Teachers ain't show us shit. Like, I it's nothing like that's in my lifetime besides maybe Coach Chapman. Mr. Fair taught me a lot of shit. Mr. Fair was that nigga. Mr. Yeah. Fair was not bullshit. Yeah, Mr. Fair and Coach Chapman, like, coming up in Clinton, not too many other teachers really told me anything that was like, you can apply this to life. Right. Everybody else was on the bada bug, yada ba ba da ba do ba. Because they work in a nine to five. I get that, saying? bro. And you know what, 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 what I've come to learn that. Most of my teachers were depressed, were not really, you know what I'm saying, too enthused with their lifestyle. You could kind of tell that, you know, they liked teaching. I do feel like I had a lot of teachers that did like teaching, but I felt like a lot of them was there because they had to be and not always necessarily because they wanted to be. Mm. And I feel like it kind of manifested in the way, like how they taught. They just kind of, they, they talk depression. They talk systematic oppression, like, mm. indirectly. Like, I'm looking at them, you know what I'm saying? School system, y'all teaching this corrupt-ass school system. Y'all been through this corrupt school system. And the only reason why you are a teacher now is because you remember how terrible, you know what I'm saying, your experiences were in school. So you're trying to be something better, but you end up being the exact same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a trap in yeah. a way. You know what I mean? This whole I'm not going into that. But <laughs> it's all a trap. So No, but it's real shit. Like I, yeah. before I came here, like I remember it was like a little small clip from the radio. I think it was uh, advertising like a comedy show or something. And part of his comedy act, it was like, it don't matter what you said you wanted to be as a kid, I know you're not that right now. And I was like, ooh. I don't even remember what I said I wanted to be as a kid, but I know it was some fucking cookie cutter, lawyer, mm. firefighter. I said firefighter one time like a dumbass. <laughs> Bro, I was at the firefighter camp, though. Like, like my dad, when I was like, I went to the firefighter camp thing. Like two, three years in a row, like that was my little thing. Like it was like four or five days, and nigga, I used to take that shit serious. Like I was the star pupil in that firefighter program. The star firefighter. Yeah, yeah, nigga. I think I think it was like eight, nine. They like, what you want to be in world? I'm like, shit. I'll be a firefighter if I don't make it to the NBA. <laughs> like that's what I said. Look at the avenues. You know, like come, come, come on, man. It's, you know, we always talk about the league, but for me. What I wanted to be as a kid growing up, I used to always say shit like this, like being a YouTuber, mm. being a, a rapper, mm. being an actor, like shit like that was something I always said. And I haven't even really gotten to any of those avenues yet, but I feel like I will and I am going to and I'm going to excel at it. Just, okay. You know what I mean? Because I feel like for one, anything that I've taken serious or really gotten um, 
I don't want to say no shit like a fair shake. But anything I've truly taken serious or dedicated my mind to, I definitely could do. And I feel like anybody can. Right. But for me, I just know that, like, the, I'm at the point of my life where I'm trying to do everything now in a way because I know how passionate I am right now. And fires do burn out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Passions do burn out. So, you know, while I'm young, I'm trying to hit it harder than the average person because I'm... I'm a regular career, I've never really ever said, I've never said anything regular. Like, I've always said the most outlandish shit. Right. But we just live in a day and age where you can be anything you want to be, but that don't necessarily mean you're going to be successful. Right. But I've also learned that success is more than money. It's about your happiness and your well-being yeah, of life, bro. Because, yo, your mind state is everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't really necessarily got to be a millionaire. I ain't got to be a billionaire. I just want to have a house that I want to be at. I want to have a car that works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <For> <laughs> one, sure. Yeah, one that ain't got to go to the shop every fucking year, damn near. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, just the free will to live, bro. Like, for as a kid, I just, I still want the same thing I want as a kid, bro. Like, I just do not want to fucking be in a system like, clocking in clocking out everything that part like it's just I it's so much more than like that's why I still that's why I got this tattoo bro which one the, the no money um, symbol what that mean cause everybody is pretty much a capitalist everybody puts money first whether we realize it or not everybody puts money first and that's yeah. just the system we have yeah, to do yeah, that yeah 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 and more times livelihoods and well-beings right and like more times than not we all will sacrifice ourselves to make money thrive because mm. we keep making this money and we putting this money on earth but we killing ourselves to make the money for instance the stress for instance the fucking just like stress fatigue yeah you eating look, like shit on your lunch break yeah, not just, exercising cause you don't have no motherfucking right, energy not, to not it not exercising cause you, you you still gotta work you're not not eating because you have to fucking pay bills mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying not smoke, smoking because all that shit stresses you out so you really put in a position I ain't gonna say you put in a position to fail but you ain't put in a position to live a hundred plus you listen you you're not necessarily putting yourself in a position to fail, but you are the hamster on the wheel. Yes, yes. There's no purpose in it. Yeah, that's that's my whole... Literally thing. no purpose, and I cannot live my life without purpose. Right. I can't. Because money, at the end of the day, is just an idea, bro. We seeing now that the value of money can go up like a motherfucker to where we can make all this money regardless, but sure. shit just gonna keep getting higher... It, it's like we never had an increase of pay at all. Like, gas prices. Yeah. Because yeah, like, every time they give you a dollar, they charge you a dollar. Exactly. So, God damn, did it go? We need the church organs right now. <laughs> bro, we gotta get the, the soundboard to where that bro, shit works. Look, bro, when, we, when I get lots the organ, of shit's going on, man. Yeah, that yeah. organ sound. Oh, God, you already know. <laughs> But for real, for real, like, you know, like, but, you know what I'm saying, purpose, dollars, you know what I'm saying, money chases purpose. Mm -hmm. So you just got to chase your purpose and you will get great enough, good at it, talented, whatever. It's a gift. You get, people get paid for their gifts every single day, all day. So for me, I have gifts in 
the gift of gab. I have, you know, the way I speak and talk, you know what I'm saying? Anytime, I'm always down for a little altercation of conversation. Hey. So, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, just talking, my mindset, my mind frame, like, I feel like there's so many different things I could do. I'm just multi-talented, and I just have a lot of purpose, and I, I do not want to waste my purpose, you know what I mean, because I was worried about this a fucking bill. Right. That's that's that's, that's going to come Whether I'm here or not That bill's still there And that's what I'm I ain't going to say I'm scared of But that's what I'm aware of Of how yeah. the world is, will Box everybody in Pretty much Like Ugh, this, Take your mind from you yeah, Pretty much Because Really When I'm at my happiest I'm not doing shit Like And That makes me feel like shit Because the world Makes you feel like You have to be productive Yeah And when We all have our we all have our schedules, you know what I'm saying? My time of productivity may be at a different time of the day. It may be at a different time of the year. For sure. Because right now, people I'm, have seasons. Exactly. Right now, I don't give a fuck about rapping. I don't give a shit about rapping. I'm potting right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is really my main focus right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, But in a minute... It's going to shift, yeah. I mean, it might... It, it, I ain't gonna put pot on the back burner, but I will for sure be like, damn, I really got a craving to rap. You will incorporate my it. Produ- my productivity for rap will, s- will go up mm-hmm. all of a sudden, out of nowhere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're hunger and you're tasteful. Right. And sometimes it's necessary. It's the same thing with putting your ch- forcing your child to go to church. If you force your child to go to church from grade one all the way to grade 12, I swear, I promise you, after when your child can make that decision, he ain't gonna know one go to church. Never, ever. Ever. Not if he's being forced to go because it's just something about that whole being like, did you have a choice to go? Because when you don't have that choice, you sitting there and you're not really even enjoying it. You're just thinking about how bad you want to leave. And for real, for real. Because I, I, and I I even come with this concept because I listen to so many different things. When you at work and you, all you can think about is getting home and you're not in that moment. You're dreading work. Mm-hmm. But then when you get home, you're thinking about work. You got to think about your mind and your body needs to be in the same place at the same time. All right. That's how you become productive. That's how you That's how you stay away from depression. Because like you Living said. Living in the present moment. If you do something long enough or... No, no, that's not what you said. God damn it, my weed. But you was like, yeah, no. If you um, if you force to do something, yeah, you're not going to want to do it. School, bro. Come on now. From fucking the start of since I could, bro. The first memory I have of school is crying the whole day because they took me away from my mama. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to be there. I had mm. to be there. Was forced to be there. And was I? I, I was. Uh, what's the word? Fucking. My brain got so used to just waking up, going to school every day, to where it's just like the habit and routine. Brainwashed, pretty much. Basically. And, it, it still got to the point where, like, even on days, like, on a normal 7th grade day or 8th grade day, I would have to make up an excuse to miss school, bruh. Have to. Because I could not just go to school every single day. I don't know how people got perfect attendance. But they I got close. I got close almost every year. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the luxury of missing too many days of school. Man, they always said though, uh, school never trains you to. Oh no, school never teaches you. It trains you to be obedient. Yeah, and I was just thinking that in my mind. One of the good things, it can teach you discipline. It can teach you a lot of discipline, and which is a good trace to have. 
there are good traits that you can get out of school or that we could have gotten out of school. And I know that I did get out of school. Like I, some disciplinary things I learned, like I learned how to be disciplined and obedient, things like that. Stuff like that can help to a certain extent. But there's some things that it's just, it teaches you how to be a worker, if anything, you know, busy work, busy work. Why am I really doing this? Why am I really doing all these assignments and things like that? Like, why am I, why am I, why am I having, um, you know, 10 homework assignments throughout the week for 25 question tests? I have a theory, and I think that homework was getting people ready for overtime. Because when you go home, when you go to school all day, that's work. Mm-hmm. When you go home, you still have to work on shit that that's you do. That's overtime. Come on, bro. Because your mind is still at school. When you, it don't matter where you're homework, your mind's supposed to be still at school. And I have why real niggas ain't do homework. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? We only, nigga, if I did the homework, I did it at school. What the fuck <laughs> you talking about? Anyway, like, what? Home? Oh, all right. And here's Only the thing getting worked at home is that PlayStation. Okay. You feel me? Okay, toys. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, like that's uh, we all have a perception, right? And most people's perception on a lot of people, a lot of kids, is they're lazy. And like I said, my productivity doesn't revolve around yeah. just daily or you know, what I'm saying monthly. That shit could be yearly. Like I might be motivated to do something just like. Fucking one year out of the fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, out of not five that years. it's not that you're lazy, you're just not interested. It, that's all it you're is. You're just not interested. You don't understand because if we fucking had school based on, if our, if our, if instead of English, we had to take superhero one on one. Come on now. Come on now. Who who be, who have a problem with learning about the fucking Pokemon weaknesses? Like, I would, I would. I mean, of course, females or whatever would, but you know, <laughs> that sounds so funny, bro. Of course, females would, but you know, if we had, if we had classes that were made specifically based off of interests, mm. like that were found outside of school, and, but I, I think, I think that's what made, that's what made that stuff so interesting because they was found outside of school. Say if it was reversed and you did have to take superhero one on one for an hour a day, you probably wouldn't receive it the same way mm-hmm. as we did. You know what I'm saying? We would have went home like, nigga, you seen that math problem that just came out, nigga? That motherfucking x squared plus <laughs> y squared, nigga. I've been trying to figure that all night, nigga. <laughs> we we would have we would have perception exactly because to me growing up the most interesting subjects were science history yeah because i learned that's i just learned shit in there like they'll say stories and they just stick with me i'm just like okay that's cool that's cool a story but other than that bro like science will tell you shit that's actually happened growing up for the longest my little dumb ass thought when it rained angels were crying <laughs> fuck that's why you can't have too many old people in your life that's why you can't have old people raise you Cause they told me angels were crying when it rained, and but, I believe it. But that, that don't mean it's not true. Could be right. But shit, like the whole <laughs> condensation, evaporation, precipitation. Yeah, that shit sound cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sound technical. Uh, yeah, that's real technical and all. But the angels crying, nigga, that's dope. They, hey, that's dope. Nobody want to hear that scientific shit all the time. If they, right? if that shit was on the test, like. How does it rain? You just hear the angels cry. What is it called when the angels rain? I mean, when the angels rain. <laughs> when the angels cry, rain. 
Yeah. So much shit. They just, I don't know, bro. School, I, I don't know, bro. It's, it's really, uh, I have bro. nothing nice to say about school. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Just stuff in general, bro. Like, how stuff was named, mm-hmm. created, formed. I saw a Vince Staples clip, like, yesterday on Twitter. And he just was like, nothing in life has meaning at all until we give it to it. Like, this MacBook means nothing, but we give it the meaning. Like, we can control lives off this MacBook because we put our lives into it. Yeah, money. Energy. Money, yeah. Nigga, if, 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 if. I wish I had a bill on me. You know what I'm saying? They in the house, but if. If I was like microphones, I give you five microphones for X, Y, Z. Microphones is 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 if, if we went back to real like trade and barter pieces mm-hmm. where we actually had to trade and give us stuff like with to get biblical like with tithing, they didn't always give their money. They would give ten percent of whatever they own. So mm-hmm. it was like I don't have no money. I got some fish. Right. I got some corn. I got some this and this and that because. The church was used back in the gap to actually feed and and house the needy. Right. Okay. But it's it's gone away from that because we've had so many different eras in history where you know people used to pay for repentance. Like they knew they was one to sin. They knew they wanted to cheat on their wife with, like with their neighbor wife. The biggest scam. <laughs> so yeah. So priests. So priests used to sell them repentance to where okay. You you um you want to go cheat on your uh, uh on your wife? It'll be this amount of money, mm-hmm. and then they'll get it. And okay, this is my essentially my get out of jail free card. Yeah. Now I get to go fuck my uh neighbor's wife, and ain't nothing gonna happen to. Me. That's wild, bro. That's the most wicked stuff I've really heard when it comes to history and like religious beliefs. It's a lot. I heard. I heard a lot. That's pretty wicked. I ain't gonna lie, brother. Really, like, selling repentance, only God can give that. Right. So, for you to really put a dollar sign on it, that's Damn. very wicked. It may not be the most wicked, but that's some just very wicked stuff. To be real with you, though. That's super wicked. If you look at the climate of our world today, bro, honestly, that's another reason why I got this bitch. This, this, the dollar sign will make you do so fucking much or consider doing something that you never yeah, that you wouldn't do if you was the same person. Right, but yeah. like oh, said, no money was involved, and money is a thought. So really, it's just like okay, would I go smash their window out right now? Of course not. But if you dangle three hundred dollars in my face, we smashing the window out, and that's what are we gonna do with that three hundred? You know, probably go eat. Plenty. Go, yeah, yeah, it's plenty your man. mind, your mind is gonna work that out subconsciously. Exactly. Because what your first thought is, oh, I'm finna do this with money, might not even end up happening. Your mind didn't already subconsciously figured out how that money was gonna be spent. Right. Before it even touched your hand. But eating, we have to spend money to eat, which is in 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 all actuality kind of fucked. We have to spend money to fuel our car, which is kind of fucked. We have to spend money to really preserve our image clothes yeah it's it's we do a bunch of unnecessary shit yeah because if it was okay based on an unnecessary thing right if it was okay to be naked that's a lot of money saved right there but we gotta have clothes out this bitch not only do we have to have clothes we have to have jordans goddamn balenciagas Mm -hmm. dolce gabbana like name brand shit louis vuitton nike that has yeezys 
triple the amount and serve the same function as something that is, you know, a dollar or two dollars or whatever. It only costs 10 cents to make that shit. And that's highly publicized, but it's just the attachment of wants and the energy we give to it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the name of it. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I don't know how to say this. I see it from both sides because Mm -hmm. I know with the Jordan, it's not necessarily even, it's not about the shoe at all. It's not even really even about the function anymore. It's about the mystique and the status. Facts. Everything in today's world is based off of status. Baby, it's been that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In today's world, yesterday's world, status is everything. Because we all know when somebody reaches in the room, who are they catering? Who is that room catering to? The rich person. Exactly. Even if they're not rich, we in the we in the gym. Fucking LeBron James walk in that gym. You treat like a king guy. Come on now, uh, uh, a D one college player walks in that gym. A NBA player walks in that gym. You get looked at like a god. Like, I, and that's another reason status why is, is is a hell of a thing. That's a whole another reason why it fits into that category of it's just a thought. Because think about rich people. Mm-hmm. Rich people honestly live a cheaper life than anybody else. And they get free things. They do. They don't. Okay, the some the, of them. The, it depends on what it is, but I get what you're saying. I get where you're going. The quality of things they buy, like a car, right? Let's say if they buy a good car or whatever, that car doesn't come with any high maintenance issues or whatever. Like if I got to get a tire for that car. Shit, that car ain't gonna need no damn tire. It's a damn, you know, it's a brand new car or whatever. But I ain't gonna say that because them expensive cars, some of that maintenance be crazy. Like, like they legit. Like, I mean, rich people have rich people problems. Yeah. So of course they can afford it, but like it ain't gonna break down like no hoopty. Nah, nah, nah. It's not gonna be the same day to day. You know, exactly. what I'm saying stress and, and anxiety so, that we deal with. with cars. In actuality. You buy a hoopty, you fix that motherfucker up like good ten times, and you buy a Maybach or whatever. You all you gotta do, if you gotta fix it up one time, keep the upkeep on it, the maintenance on it, keep yeah. it running smooth, keep it running smooth. But you, in, in all actuality, the difference between fixing that hoopty, bothering me, bro. I see, let him live. I see him. I was just letting him live. <sighs> but if you fix that hoopty about like ten times, and versus fixing that Maybach like one time. The amount of times you fixed that hoopy, you could have bought a Maybach. No. Yes. No. Dead ass. No. If you got if you got to fix an engine ten times, bro. If you got to fix that still ain't that still ain't worth the Maybach. You know how much a Maybach costs? Man, I don't fucking know. (laughs) You get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying though. Like, but but that is that is the mind fuck. But that's also, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's different times and different. You know what I'm saying? Like. I didn't spend it all in one WAP like I would have to do for that Maybach. That Maybach on two, a quarter mil off top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? An engine transmission in my hoopty is about a rack. Mm-hmm. So if I do that 10 times, it's still like 10,000. Any, anything. Like this but Mac- I get what you're saying, though, in general. Yeah. The way you speaking, I do get what you're saying. With this MacBook. Hmm. This MacBook told me, nigga, you need me. For sure, for sure. I tried other computers. You tried? It didn't work, did it? Motherfuckers worked for a good year or two. Mm. Stop. 
this bitch here is gonna keep going. Now it will probably it, now. This, it is has some issues. You know, this bitch will go out when a new one come out. For sure, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna talk about it. It's that, gonna be though. a point where it don't update. That's what happened to my early 2015 model. Mm-hmm. 2020 came, that bitch ain't update no. Or even when it does, when it does update, this it doesn't handle the update. How the you know? Hey, come on now. Just like these phones, nigga. Come on now, but every time a new one come out, your bitch get the glitch. Anything you buy, fucking food. You know what I'm saying? You buy uh, unhealthy food, liable mm-hmm. to get you into the doctor's office. Mm, You're quick. ultimately paying more than what you would pay if you just buy a cucumber, buy some tomatoes, organic. buy organic food, buy healthy food, or buy food that you know won't end you in the damn doctor's office. There's a lot of shit. Like it, it, ultimately, being rich is cheaper than being poor. Ultimately. Ultimately, I get what you're saying, but I really feel like it just comes. I I can't necessarily say it's cheaper. It just makes more sense mm-hmm. because why wouldn't you pay what you need to live and sustain? And that's what I've noticed about rich people. You know, it's 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 a lifestyle. It's the way you carry yourself because. You know, whatever you you're dishing out comes back in. You know, we didn't all seen millions of dollars mm-hmm. in our lifetime. Whether it was spent on us, we didn't touch it, we didn't spend it, whatever, whatever. Millions of dollars have went straight up and down through our hands. Millions of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands, depending on how old you is. By the time you you forty, you've seen million uh, millions of dollars come and go, mm-hmm. and. It's just about how do you live? What do you do on a day-to-day? When you get the penny pension, that's all you're going to be is a penny pension. When you're trying to cut costs on, like you said, you know, you, you should get the, the better food for the healthier lifestyle, different thing. No, we're going to go get this cheap food because that's going to make my money hold on a little longer. When you're so tight, I can afford it. That's, that's what you tell yourself. If I, people don't understand that is a mindset that that is the poorest mindset you can have this is all I can afford then that's all you're gonna ever have well this is true cause if you got four dollars you can go to the grocery store and get you a nice <laughs> vegetable salad for four dollars a right. good fruit salad for four dollars but I wanna get four my nigga mm-hmm. I want some food that's gonna stick to my ribs so you gonna go get a four for four four for four every time all the time because if I get that fruit salad yeah I'll be satisfied but that fruit is gonna, that shit is gonna be gone in like five seconds, five minutes. And in a minute, I'm gonna be hungry again. But just in general, having that poor mindset, this is all I can afford, this is all I can do, is power in the tongue. Mm-hmm. We gotta stop. We, we speak with so much limitation. That's where the number one, I feel like it's the number one thing, our minds and our tongues. That's where so much limitation comes and starts from, and that's where it's it's crippling. Because when you say this is all I can do, that's all I can do. That's literally all you can do. You know what I mean? Like before you're rich, you're supposed to speak as if you are already rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I already talk like I have a Lambo or a Maybach. They outside or they on the way. <laughs> I got a million dollars. It ain't hit my account yet. You have yeah. to say things like that because. You have to be using all the times you don't physically have it. You have to be mentally manifesting it and preparing yourself because that's all manifestation is. It's a preparation. Right. And it's just like with faith. Like they say, faith without work means nothing. 
Just because you believe in God and do different things and, and, and you have a strong belief system, but if you don't go out in your daily life and do what you're supposed to do and and work for the things you want and be diligent in your daily affairs, it's all for nothing. That's, I, I know that's right, goddamn. <laughs> but speaking of lifestyles, speaking of millions of dollars, I did want to end it off with this, this subject right here. Mm-hmm. Bad baby. The only you talking fans. about girl, yeah. The only fans, uh, this uh, girl, eighteen year old. For those who that's don't crazy, know I did not know she was that young. I thought she was already eighteen. Yeah. I didn't think she was super old, but I'm thinking she like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, and she just turned eighteen. So okay, let's talk about it, bro. Eighteen years old. I'm gonna be thinking about different. I think I'm thinking about Wolf Vicky. That's Whoa, what I'm thinking okay, about. I was okay. thinking about Wolf Vicky. Yeah, 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 bad baby. I know the difference between them, but I was thinking about Wolf. <laughs> they damn near the same person, but right? Like you know, she she came up off the disrespect uh, from her mom and Dr. Dr. Phil. Phil. On the Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, that bitch. Oh, excuse me. That woman right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she. That's how she. You know, basically got her a claim to fame. Claim to fame and, and ran with it. You know, um, she started an OnlyFans account, and she started. I want to say as soon as she turned eighteen, and like <laughs> <laughs> she slogged in. They said she made the bag. They said they she made an astronomical amount of I don't know I know they, I know I seen six million but I know it was for sure confirmed a million you know what I'm saying I know she which made which is a lot which is oh fuck bro like that but it's of, not that surprising seeing as her status because mm-hmm. I see regular women no offense but I see women <laughs> I, I I'm saying like I don't I see women who have nowhere near her amount of popularity or I fame. Know, I know. It, making six figures, making yeah. making five to six figures and on a monthly basis. So I'm the, but but to do a meal in like a day or two, that's ridiculous. She's that nigga, that's like Lil Wayne Carter Three album numbers. Like Basically <laughs> Like that's this wild as fuck. Okay, but the situation that they are upset at is that everybody hopped on her OnlyFans account as soon as she turned eighteen. Do you find an issue? <laughs> like, let's go. Do you I mean, find an issue with her being 18 starting the OnlyFans account? With her starting the OnlyFans at, eight, at 18, I have yes. no problem with it at all. She's legal. She's legally able to do it. If she wants to spend her time on OnlyFans getting a million dollars in a day, I'm nobody to stop her. So let me ask you, do you see a problem with the people who have supported? As in, I already know, like, like, like you asking, like the guys who, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I've seen it talked about on Twitter. Oh, y'all was waiting on her to turn eighteen, <laughs> like, like on some some pedophilia type stuff. Yeah. Like, personally, I mean, what does it fucking matter? It it, it don't. Because she's 18 now. You can't do anything. I I know what they're saying. Yeah. But you know I don't give a fuck about what they're saying. (laughs) You having a problem with that is is pointless. It does nothing for you. Like, I get the point you're making. All this and this and that. Morally, principally, hey, it may not be the best thing for them to be hopping on this girl who's a fresh 18. Mm -hmm. She only been 18 for like a week or two now, whatever. But at the time... Yeah, she she 18, they hopped on it. 
Morally, I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't get on any OnlyFans. Only OnlyFans I subscribed to was the Zooty ENT because I thought DDG was finna get me a bag on YouTube. But that didn't really work out like talking about. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the OnlyFans thing, I, bro, listen, I don't care. You know what I mean? That's just how I am. I you say what you want. It means nothing to me. It, it don't affect me. It's just weird to me that this is literally the only situation that warrants that type of reaction. If I'm 17 years old and I turn 18, and the day that I turn 18, I go into the fucking GameStop and I go try to buy GTA, they're not going to look at me like, you just turned 18 today. You're not going to buy this day. Right. You, you just turned 21. Like, your 21st birthday, you go inside the liquor store. They're not going to be like, uh, relax, relax, nigga. You turned 18, 21. Nigga, nigga, you need to be 21 for a day before you ask for a drink. Yeah, like, come you need on, to be man. 21 for a year before we comfortable get. Like, nigga, I'm yeah. 22 at that point. Yeah. What are you talking about? The age you set was 21. I waited to get 18, to this age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do see... I see what they saying when it comes to the people who's quote unquote waiting. waiting on yeah, that's him. the thing. I don't think that I don't think anybody was like, man, I can't wait till this bitch bag baby turn eighteen, <laughs> sitting on the couch and marking it off like, right. like I, I can't I see that shit. But she started the OnlyFans. The announcement was made. Clearly, somebody thinks she's attractive. Like I said, she has a lot of status and followers. Mm-hmm. So many people. I'm pretty sure there's so many YouTube videos out. I bought Bad Baby's OnlyFans so you don't have to. <laughs> that part I hate true. those videos. Yeah, that, like those people you who creep feed into the shit. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. She has so much social status, and people are interested because just because she on OnlyFans, I, it don't necessarily mean she's doing anything provocative. She probably is, but hey. She be on there talking about anything. She grown. She ain't grown, but she's she 18. She grown now. She's legal. Man, she may thing. not be grown, but she's legal. <laughs> so, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I mean, she has her own stuff. She has her own life, her own money, her own status mm-hmm. now. She do what she want. So do you think that the age of consent should be raised? It should be raised from 18? Raised from 18 to, let's say, uh, What are you talking 20. about? Why? I really would it do. I legit think people just have that it connotation. Seemed, honestly, honestly, it seemed like it's headed in the reverse. Mm, seemed nah. like shit. Nah. For you know what? We're going to be considered legal at 16. Nah, bro. I mean, easily. I, I understand people. If are, not 15. People are growing up faster, and you may have the average 16 year old that looks like an 18 year old on some shit. Bro, you got to already understand. They already done made it to where if we are seven years apart between 25 or, or whatever, if I'm 23 legally, in some states, it's okay if I dated a 16-year-old. That's already cool. I know, but that's the thing. Like, with society... So, they definitely not finna raise no legal age to 18. With society's outlook on shit, they might as well, bro. Because... What good would it do? Because it would make people feel better. Bro. It would secure then, a lot of people. No, no, it won't. Because people have a problem with every fucking thing. That's so, true. when it becomes 20, like, it was still bad baby. Damn, y'all waited on her to turn 20 just yeah. so y'all could look at her. Yeah. People don't gripe and complain and moan and, and, and about any and everything, bro. That's true. Whatever it is, or bro. Women. 
people. <laughs> people. I'm talking about all all shapes, forms, people, men, women. They're gonna gripe and complain about women, anything you allow them women, to. Women, you're on fucking thin women, ice. Women, women just choose to voice their opinion uh, the most, no, especially I, I, on I've been, I've been seeing the gripes that women, because you know, it's, it's a new gripe every week, new gripe every day. Bro, you be much. on it on Twitter, bro. You be hounding these females. No, I don't. No, I don't. Bro, it bro, was a time is, where you used to get on everybody case like. It was a time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was immature. Yeah. I was, you know what I'm saying? I, I still to, get on my timeline. You, you quote tweeted. So, like, but it, the fuck are you talking about? That's because it has to be a dumbass tweet. Like, but, it has to be something most, stupid. Most of them don't people, even be no, too no, stupid. Come you here, still bro. let them have come it. Here, like, come here. People, it, be, it be okay. Nah. People say dumb shit like, bro, oh my God. When a guy likes you, he'll take you out to eat. No shit, you dumb fuck. Like, yeah. what else? Or... Yeah, oh. you do go crazy. Now, here we go. I can't take disrespect from nobody who don't respect me. What else are you supposed to do? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? These Some people... things go without saying. Thank <laughs> you. Like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? Like, just stop saying shit like, I only date motherfuckers who like me. Yeah, me too. You yeah. stupid shit. Who else do you date? Ah, who go? Me. Who asks you on a date that doesn't like you? Oh my god. Or. I, I love to take my girl anywhere. Sure you do. Me too, Tim. <laughs> like, God damn. Shut up, man. Like, it's a, a lot of those tweets. But I also see tweets like, yeah. the tweets that I used to feel like, oh, men are trash. Like, bitch, you are dating a trash nigga. Like, mm. and we'll go to, I'm sorry, I'm You're having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you and R. Kelly, bitch, I wish you would. I got out my body. <laughs> I got out my mind. <laughs> I forgot. I started yeah. saying bitches. You had a moment. <laughs> yeah, man. No, tw- back in the day. Well, not back in the day, but like a year ago. <laughs> they just say some stupid. If I go on my Twitter right now, I can pull up a tweet. We can yeah. dissect. Like, they say stupid. But it always be when I'm away from this type of sitting. Like, if I go home, I always go home on a po- away from a pot. Oh, no, I growing up and realizing having hoes. Is not wait. It's not it, and it's tired. This right here, bro. Like, bro, right here, bro. I've grown up and realizing having hoes is not it, and it's tiring. Bro, people, people are different, bro. Cause I like for me, I've been new that been peep game. Bro, bro, bro. Let's get to the shit. Let, let's be real, bro. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fully aware. Like, not having hoes is obviously the smart thing to do. It's obviously. It's, it's really fucking the thing to do. You have too many women, like you said, it's, it's tiring, it's, it's, it's a hassle trying to remember, and all these different things. Like, we ain't got time for this shit. I'm different, bro. It just was never my cup of tea. I never was interested in it because I saw, like, I couldn't. Me neither. Really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I probably only had that one phase where I just did it just because, nigga, everybody was doing it. For but, sure. <laughs> But, but even then, I ain't had one because I think when everybody was doing, I think that that was like I was in a relationship for the longest. You know this. So. That nigga that just said that, bro. If Taylor Rooks jumped in his DM, he's having the hoe. Mm. He's gonna make room. Mm. He's gonna be like, well, everybody, most people on Twitter, bro. Anything that I just shit on, I see through the bullshit. That's all. That's all it be, bro. Yeah. I hate motherfuckers who you tweet this for the likes and the retweets. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. I hate it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it'd it be the bandwagon. Like, you only saying it for the, the 
Cause it's hot right now, my mm-hmm. nigga. Like, give me an example, it. nigga. Run like, it while it's hot. I didn't want to do this, but when the Black Lives Matter things was mm. hot, bro, mm. you went to that protest because it was the cool thing to do. Mm. You didn't go because, oh, this is a pressing issue. Mm-hmm. Some people did, and if this don't apply, let it fly. But. Those know you was retweeting and tweeting all this black power shit all day long. <laughs> you tweeted it all day long till your fingers hurt. Mm-hmm. You ain't tweeted about Black Lives Matter since. Mm-hmm. What the? Nothing. Not a. Ain't said nothing else about it. Because only thing you tweet about now is a stimulus check. Here's the thing. The closest that. thing to Black Lives Matter they tweeting about is a stimulus check. That a is stimmy. Black people, I ain't gonna say black people Twitter, but that whole Black Lives movement, I already knew it. It was very words. fickle, bro. It's it was words. because I would say a good, a, a nice 50% was actual emotions or whatever. For sure. But the other 50, ee, like, it's like some shit you ain't gotta tweet. Like, I don't even know, like, what. Those tweets that were like, you know, protect black lives. Just or, the stating the obvious and, yeah. and they seen it go viral and they copied it yeah. and pasted it. There was a whole lot of copy paste tweets in that in that moment. I was like, y'all niggas didn't see this tweet. It was the a, you didn't yeah. see this thirty minutes ago, oh nigga. God, from a different username. Oh you still God. just liked it. So it's it is wild. But, I mean, that's just Twitter now, bro. Honestly, Twitter, I mean, I've been saying this, Nostradamus calf, but <laughs> Twitter has been getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's only because these little dumbass 2000 babies get on here. Not to say there ain't no terrible 90 kids on them motherfuckers. They have still some. terrible tastes and horrible opinions. But 2000 babies, bro. They don't know nothing, bro. The, the shit they gullible towards, too. Like, oh, my God. Some of the comedy shit they like. Like, oh, my God. The music they like. Oh, my <laughs> God. I hate all of it, bro. I feel old, bro. That's how it is, bro. It's Fucking just our time, bro. Br- 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 come and get back in blood. Uh, you, you like who's like you don't. I don't. Laugh for real. I don't really listen to Fuchsia's. I, I don't have a problem with his music. It's if you, no problem. If you playing, if you play it, cool. But I mean, all of them sound like this. The city. Song, I'm bro. finna hit you. On, I'm finna hit you on you. Yeah. He's regular. <laughs> it's nothing special. <laughs> it's cool. Like it's, it's decent. Like I, I would not just if, if, if I'm not gonna knock it. If, I'm not gonna knock it. I'm not gonna turn it off if it comes in my car. I will bump my head, but like nigga, I skip. I skip Pusha's song. I will too. I will, because for me, bro, like, bro, like, I'm for me, bro. You gotta earn my listen for real. Like, I don't feel like Pusha's did anything to really just have me listening to him every single day. He back in blood. He ain't did nothing to it. I do that back in blood. It's a cool song. It's a good song. You know what I mean? It, it, it's more of a moment than a song, though. It's an era-type feel to it. And I hate feeling like... I be feeling like Joe Budden sometimes, bro. I be feeling like a hater, like a lot of shit. If that nigga hating, call him Joe Budden. Joseph! <laughs> Whatever the fucking happened. I don't was. know what they said. But... Pussy! <laughs> <laughs> I 
Trader game. <laughs> Nigga, that dude was killing me last podcast. I was like, somebody died. He was like, nice. I was like, what? <laughs> Bro, and then I know I, sh- and I thought about that too, because I, I, I quoted the future line. I'm going to forever quote it. I hang with them body snatchers, nigga, that put you on ice. <laughs> Shout out Future. Listen, bro. Ice! <laughs> a lot of shit that's cool today, man. I'm it's cool. not cool to you? I'm cool off of. That's it. That's all. That's all it be for Like, there. the fashion, too? Oh, you niggas can't dress it off. Like, ooh, you said ooh, something right there. Bro, I ain't been able to find no clothes oh, in a month. What are y'all making? How are y'all <laughs> dressing? What is this? Can you imagine somebody who hated the on on the bias patterns back when they was popping? Cause like nigga, when we walked in the when we walked in the mall, it was like oh, oh baby, perfect like perfect clothes everywhere, bro. I went to the mall Saturday. That boy, that bill was kind of cleaned out, but I was just pissed. Like it's nothing in here. I came to spend money, bro. It's nothing to wear, bro. I mean, it's pretty. It's, it's nothing to wear. wear. It's nothing to buy. I mean, I, that's why I just dress like fucking J. Cole, bro. I call that, it that's what you gotta do. <laughs> dress like J. Cole. I'm Dude. finna hit the Walmart, Fruit of the Loom all day long. And not give a fuck. Not give a, a, a goddamn. Merch on the way. I'm only wearing gold team, gold vibes merch. Mm. Once my shit is. Mm, yeah, it is April. Ice! <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, we, we ain't gonna make this too long, bro. Came here talking about some fears. Yeah, um, phobias. Yeah, a little phobia toggle here and there. It's a very dark podcast. No, nah, we ain't got it dark. It really yet. wasn't that dark. We ain't got dark. I want to do like a, um, a cons- not, well, I don't want to say like a full conspiracy theory podcast, but I want to do like, I want to cover a case. Mm. Like, you know, they be talking about, I be listening to podcasts, they be talking about like um, certain morbid cases that happen or whatever. Yeah, I want I want to talk about one of them cases, like an Elisa Lamb situation. You ain't fuck with the Elisa Lamb shit, did you? I don't fuck with none of that mystery solvers <laughs> and shit, man. I just it's I not it. for me. You I, know what I'm saying? I but when you said case, bro, first thing that came to my mind was Meg the Stallion, Tory Lanez. Because <laughs> I could have sworn, could have sworn they were supposed to go to court back in like September, October. Listen, that shit quiet now. Listen. Any nigga, any person. That she got said, a boyfriend, a nigga, and mm, she don't care no more. Life is great. That 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 wound is healed, nigga. Like ain't nothing happened. But conspiracy theorists will say that they had conspiracy theories out there that this was a publicity stunt from the start. Of course it was. So uh, I mean, because you had Meg winning Grammy after Grammy after award after an award bro they only talked about that bro I ain't gonna lie that publicity stunt took a number one away from Drake cause listen with Playboy Cardi shout out D shout out uh, Durag D and hate there is success so polarizing if, if any artist would take on that villain role just to, you know, have that. Because in WWE, I always fucking reference WWE. When you come out as a character, mm-hmm. you want people to either cheer you or, or boo, boo you very hard. You don't want motherfuckers to give you no reaction. Right. So. Or oh, half sideways. <laughs> you know, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in, 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 in power of being hated, 
can get you a lot of places, bro. Especially in these days, like it's no cancel culture. If you're being hated on, you're, you're being canceled. You up? You're in the spotlight, one million percent. Your name is trending. Nigga, Doja Cat. <sighs> Talk about it. Doja baby. Cat was canceled all 2020. Talk about now it. I'm on Twitter. They praising her. She's so talented. I think she dropped a video in March or whatever. I don't know. I don't listen to Doja Cat. But Doja Cat is now she, Now we talking about how great of an artist she is to put Thought it, she was racist To put in perspective In 2009 You know we watched WWE in 2009 For Randy sure. Orton was a bad guy Horrible person. Edge was a bad guy Randy Orton superstar We never looked at them motherfuckers like Oh one day they'll be good guys yeah, it was it was kind of weird to see them as good guys when they when they do become. It's just natural. Like if you are once upon a time bad, you will live to see yourself be good. And if if you you're once good, upon a yeah. time good, you gonna live to see yourself bad. But with this Tory Lane shit, I'd be a hero a little long enough to see yourself become a villain. Ice. <laughs> that shit gonna sound like a character said it. But with this Tory Lane shit, man, honestly, it was it was smart. Because it was like, one of y'all gotta take the fall, one of y'all gotta, you know, do this or whatever. It's not gonna be the end of your career. It's not gonna be the end of your career. It's gonna, if anything, it's gonna generate more name, more, more population, and more, more, yeah, more all that shit. So more, um, what's the word? More traffic mm. because you're in the middle of a freaking accused or whatever shooting right. a lady. You drop an album. An album, my nigga. He didn't even drop a song. This nigga dropped an album. Because what happens when you're caught in all these allegations? People do what? Search your name. Yeah. What happens when they get your name searched? Your album comes up. And they listen to the album, expecting you to tell about the situation that went through it. And I remember the night that album came out, because I'm on Twitter. He ain't bringing up the Meg, but this slick fire. I've seen a lot of people say that shit was good. Great damn dude. Tory Lanez, I ain't gonna lie, he got me in 2020, he got me with the uh, New Toronto 3. Phenomenal piece of music. Mm. That was a phenomenal piece of music. And that came out in March, and that was my first time really listening to him. I was like, whoa, yeah. Tory is very, very good. I was on Twitter going crazy, because I swear to God, the first five songs had me... Like, what is this? We were supposed to be canceling Tory. We were supposed to be canceling R. Kelly. We were supposed to be canceling Instagram. Doja Cat. We were supposed to be canceling Doja Cat. We were supposed to be canceling TikTok. We were supposed to be canceling The Baby. We were supposed to be canceling The Baby. We were supposed to be canceling Lil Nas X. Huh. We were supposed to be canceling. It's a list of people we were supposed to cancel. But. Kanye. Kanye. They try to cancel Kanye every year. Kanye said, I've been, We were supposed to cancel Kanye. Like Kanye's been saying, bro, I was canceled before it was cool to be canceled. Mm. Hey, I, you know what? I like Kanye. I like him. He's literally like, like the greatest. Like, no, but I like, like him. He's really like the greatest. Like, the greatest what, motherfucker? Personality. Perfect. Like, when it comes to a persona and, and just a social status being, Kanye is, like, the most polarizing, like, stone-cold Steve Austin, The Rock type of person there will ever be in life. 
I would too. In my era. I would too if I showed up to the fucking award show with a bottle of Henny. But you did. He did. It's cool to say, nigga. He don't take continues to do that shit. Shit. He the only one who did it. Man. So what's the difference between him and anybody else? What, so so you telling me he's the only one smart enough to actually do it, and he's not the genius? He wasn't smart <laughs> to do that shit, but... Oh, my. It was planned. It was staged. From Taylor Swift's involvement to Beyonce's involvement to Kanye's involvement. It's all staged. It's entertainment, bro. And Kanye is the best entertainer. That's what I really should have said. It's like the most entertaining person there's ever really been. In my era, entertainment. I could think. Let me think of somebody more entertaining than Kanye. You you gonna dig a, <laughs> a lost cause, bro? Ain't too many more people. Just be, and I'm talking off of pure. When I say entertaining, I'm talking about pure shock. Points fact. were made. Points Whether were made. you're entertained in a positive or a negative way, it's entertainment. And the shock factor Kanye brings with him is. Um, let me see. Uh, hate a waste of Tyler the Creator. Fuck no. Yeah. Hell as far no. as polarizing, as far Fuck as no. energy, as far nigga. as entertaining. Nigga, if it, nigga, nigga. Mm-hmm. Hell no, yes. nigga. Yes. No. Nigga, Kanye would probably say that. No, he wouldn't. Yes. Kanye wouldn't dare say anybody is more entertaining or polarizing than him. Listen, one He thing, would not dare say that. One thing for sure. And you did Tyler the Creator. Time out. Hell Let's no. not do that to T, bro. Let's Hell not do no. that to T. T. He's not on Kanye level. Hell no. I'm not gonna say he's on Kanye level. Exactly. But <laughs> is he is he not a spawn of Kanye? Yeah, di- that's what I was finna no, say. I'm talking about a direct spawn of that's Kanye. That's what I was finna you say. Got, that's like that's like Kanye grandson you got or some shit. Childish Gambino. He's very polarized. Tyler the Creator. But in a more positive way. I would say. But don't ain't none of them came close to any other backlash Kanye is facing in his career. Maybe Kanye Kanye does have a head start. Don't get me wrong, but Kanye nigga, we've seen Kanye go through a lot. Yeah. So much love, so much hate, and at yeah. the end of the day, when he gets to speak on what it was about, he's never not made sense to me. What did make sense to me, though? He's never not made sense. So he always makes sense to me when he gets to explaining it. Because, like, I remember when people was talking about the whole slavery was a choice thing. He wasn't even talking about, you know, back in the day, our ancestors being held against their will. He was talking about from the mindset that slavery is a choice. As far Why as he didn't say that. He did. This It's called a soundbite. It's called a headline. Mm. Kanye said slavery was a choice. Mm. And you gonna, I, I watched. I watched the clip. And you it, did. It, yeah, it didn't end after that. Like he, no, it, he expounded on it a little more, and it still didn't make sense. But you weren't listening. I was listening. It shouldn't make sense. It How? Was, it's kind of like with, with it all made sense because because it, it made sense from what I watched. From what he said, he he said slavery was a choice as far as it's a mind frame. If you choose to stay enslaved and in captive, it's on you. Slavery is a choice. But your brain. Filled in the spaces. <laughs> Your brain. Wanted. I remember vividly what he said. It was mm-hmm. not offended in no type of way, shape, or form. Because he literally was talking about mental enslavement that a lot of people are involved in. Being slaves. 
Mentally. He should have known it was a terrible choice of words. It's Kanye. That's this the thing about the truth. It sounds fucked up. Realism is borderline of uh, pessimism. Exactly. But that's only because the real world is a bad place. That's so <laughs> goddamn sensitive. Damn. Man, fuck Kanye, but shout out to Kanye because what did make me honestly kind of um, think about it a little bit was that he was speaking his mind a lot. You know, he had those every time and tirades. Yeah, but those more specifically, like the slavery was a choice thing. Like he had a lot of those rants and tirades that we were like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you saying?" But he. But was, I noticed. A lot of y'all don't y'all y'all don't y'all don't think like Kanye. I react I I can relate to Kanye so many times because I that Gemini mindset goes on because everything he says is a thought inside a thought inside a thought. Cause that's the thing. When y'all just was, don't understand the mind frame where that the, came from. That's the thing, Benny. When he said shit, y'all simple mind. When he was saying these things, he was on the rent. We was doing this da 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 da, and people was calling him crazy. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. You speak your mind and somebody call you crazy for that. And in your mind, you making all the sense in the world. Mm. And then you have all these people saying you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. Go get help. You go get help. He goes get help. And he comes back not like the same Kanye. So it's like... Shit, them drugs and opioids exactly, is making them worse, actually. Exactly. They put them drugs in that nigga system and he starts to act like the way he was acting like. And it was like, you know... A lot more irrational. Yeah, you know, but... And all in and all out, man. I, I love Kanye. I love Ye. I love him. Everybody loves Ye. But they just hate to admit it. Nah, nah, nah. With, with the new shit, these. No, Everybody loves Ye. Nah, bro. He was doing that fucking. Because they praise him every time I put this nigga net worth next to his name. He getting praised like God. Mm hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But when he he wore, wore the MAGA hat, he was a sellout and a sucker face sucker. Until he put out shoes, or until he put out an album. That's the only time. Come on now. But which do you even know why he wore the MAGA hat? Why did you wear the MAGA hat? Can you tell me? Because you, you. I'm gonna tell you because I've listened to Kanye interviews. Kanye's concept, thought process, which is actually what you're supposed. I did. I do or not. Kanye. Kanye was trying to go based on. Bring it together. Right. Let's let's really work off love and peace. Let's not work off hatred. He was trying to intertwine, get in between, get in good, dare say, with the quote unquote enemy. Because mm-hmm. destroy the system from the inside out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because the conflict was not working. Right. So Kanye was taking upon himself, okay, let's embrace and not hate, which we're supposed to do as good Christian loving people. Yeah. We're supposed to embrace and not hate, and we're supposed to, I guess you could say, integrate. And he did say, um, with the hat situation, that he knew a group of people was going to hate him over the hat. Of course. So that, that was, that was gonna, the sacrifice. That was going to bring people together. So that's when I was like, okay, when he does explain shit, it, it makes sense. Always. But if he really gets to break it down. Right. And, 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 and there are times I have to remember, he's a literal genius. You know what I'm saying? Like, and geniuses are a little bit somewhat off in the head. Or Completely. Are because they're the geniuses. Exactly. And we're the fucking common folk. Because the genius, the genius is the anomaly in the room. That's why I, I love saying shit that just, oof. 
this to do something in my spirit. Yeah, I just love saying shit that do something like I know what it means or I see the bigger picture. Right. Motherfuckers don't see the bigger picture ever, really. No. They, they most, like, like I was bringing up with Nika, bro, like, when I was like, females don't have the brain capacity for a conversation. Some females don't have the brain capacity for a conversation. It's the truth. Some people don't have the brain capacity for conversations or for real, complete thoughts. Mm. They only have brain capacity for water, <laughs> microphone, <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts. Whatever they see, basically. Like, okay. I TV, cell phone, Twitter. Scroll, mm. scroll, scroll, retweet. Oh, I already seen this again. I'm seeing. I'm gonna retweet it again. Retweet this. Retweet I, like. Yeah. I need to take a picture, selfie, <sighs> post, <laughs> caption. These bitches ain't got shit on me. <laughs> I'm not like the others. <laughs> I'm the one, not the two. Mm. He nah. gonna love it here. <laughs> I hate. Oh my god. Getting on Twitter, laying in the bed. Niggas ain't shit. Tweet. Did you see the um the 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 picture of the those friends out on the date just as friends? And they was like, let's normalize going out on a date as friends. I think I seen that. Man, I want to slap the fuck out of y'all, bro. This is it's why a, do we say shit? You're like a that? fucking loser. You're lame, dork, dweeb. Stop doing that. Like, I love dweeb. Wow. Oh, that shit makes me upset. These niggas. Ooh. Okay, here's what it is, and I'm gonna end it after this. And I don't want to just get yeah, to it. Yeah, that's rant. cool. You motherfuckers, bro. Y'all hate saying what it is, mm. and y'all just leave it as this vacant, undefined thing, so that they leave it with no substance. Basically, it ain't no substance inside it. It's just this shit right here. In a, an example like this, if somebody asks me what I'm doing right now, I, and, I'm, and I want to say what it is, I'll probably be like, I'm just um, recording something. I know I'm damn well, I'm recording a podcast where right. I can put it on the fucking networks and Mother da, 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 da. I'm talking. Yeah, you know, so I'm doing something, da, da, da. but that's only because just say I don't really, you know, know that, well, I don't. I know that they don't understand what I'm, yeah. you know, what and I'm you, doing. So you don't even want to go in depth and get into the layers of And if I fuck around and upload this podcast and have zero listens, I'll be like, okay, I was just, you know what I'm saying, recording or just talking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, it, ain't, it ain't just, hmm. Because I know I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Nigga circle. has baffled himself. <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the perfect analogy. Like, if I'm fucking... Robbing the bank or whatever, and they ask me, What am I doing? I'm about to be like, Oh shit, just nothing taking money. No, I'm robbing the bank, right? If I get caught, they'll be like, Okay, yeah, the nigga was robbing the bank. But if I don't get caught, I'll be like, I wasn't doing shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. To put it in perspective, I don't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all know that y'all ain't got shit going on right now or whatever, then yes, it's a friendship, we're going out as friends. But if something develops, if something, if y'all end up going out. Hmm. What the fuck was that? Y'all mm. didn't go out as friends. Mm. Y'all went out on a date. Mm. It's two people about to learning about each other. But 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 I don't think it's nothing wrong with going on a, a friend date. It's not. If y'all are friends, y'all can go out in public together and hang out and do this, something. This is what I mean by the Twitter shit, bro. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Of course. 
Like we, exactly. So we know it there's goes, nothing wrong. Uh, yeah. that we've been knowing there's nothing wrong with it. Or the whole let's normalize this. It's just what part is bothering you? <laughs> it's not. I know it's not the friend date. I think it's just the Twitter them tweeting. <laughs> I had to get real therapy. <laughs> what part is bothering me? Really I'm like, I don't well, but no. What bothers me is this, like, bro. We might as well cut this into a whole new podcast, bro. Like, that's a whole another topic. Subjects. You, you right? Oh, but no. I think I can say this and get my point across. Mm-hmm. What bothers me is, like I said. They're just not calling it what it is. They're changing. It's really. I get where you're going with it. Yeah, this. it's really like. They labeling it so it, it catering to their needs. Are court and what, what the old folks say? They are court. Yeah, they are going steady. Yeah, they are dating. Basically, talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But we gotta do this as friends, just because if this don't work out, we just friends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or if mm. that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all putting, it is. Putting, putting them, putting them, putting the curtains on it's, the window. It, it's double on the insurance policy. Hello. Everybody these days are scared to get hurt. Hmm. Everybody these days scared to get their time wasted. Yeah. So we're so, friends on a date. So we're not wasting time. We're just friends. Ha 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 ha. But what the fuck are y'all, nigga? Bring <laughs> two other friends then. How about that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going on a group date. Yeah. 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 Y'all trying to one on one in the movies. FaceTime or, or something. Mm. What the fuck do we got going on, bro? Like y'all, like what, 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 what? So, so you wouldn't go out and poke with, with somebody? Never mind, because you already said that it, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool, cool, but at the same, like, okay, I about, get what you saying though. Think like, about this way too, though. Talk to me. If you go out on a date with a girl, and in your in my your mind, your intention, this is a date, and she posted fucking picture on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's normalize going out as friends. I'll be like. Man, but you what? <laughs> you, you can't get mad at that because at all. Friendship is a great way to venture into being a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. Friendship is a real nice way of getting into the relationship. But we know this. We've been knowing this. It's the fucking first Ever. grade. Yeah. But now it's just How like you want a girl, you become a friend first. Right. So now instead of like just chasing each other or whatever, just like seeing how it is, like. Uh, feeling each other out, trying to see what we like and all this and that. That's really the friendship stage, the talking stage, if you will. Because after that, nigga, after we after we jail and all this shit, and I know and I see that I got a good relationship with you. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do? Just look at you as a fucking friend forever? You you are my peace at this point. <laughs> like you, I, I come to you when I need you. <laughs> Facts though. You you come to my mind when 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 other stress of the world is there, and I'm like, damn, I just wish I had this person right here to calm me. Come on now. When I start thinking like that, you ain't a friend, baby. Right. (laughs) It's a lot deeper than that. (laughs) You ain't a friend, man. (laughs) You mine at this point. What the fuck? Call it what it is, man. That's all. That's all. I feel that though. I see what you're saying. Then the picture they said she had a ring. Well, they ain't, they ain't say. <laughs> the picture said that she had a ring on. So it's like that's why y'all going out as friends. The bitch married. It's the, the woman married. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If you see it, if you see the picture, they yeah, okay. she had a ring on. Or whatever. That's tough. But yeah, we we just stuck in the generation. We don't want to call shit what it is, man. We kids, man. 
Nah, we don't know what we doing. It's old folk doing this shit. If it's a, if an old, I hate putting women in this situation. But if, a, if it's, if it's a How nigga, else the fuck you gonna put? Hands? Go ahead. If it's a nigga and it, it's a side nigga, right? Yo, he ain't gonna want to be called a side nigga. He could be like, no, nah, my girl just got options, or no, nah, my girl did it, or did it, did it, anything but what it really is. And it's mm-hmm. only because one thing sounds better than the other. That's it. That's all. When um when one uh spares your feelings. Right. One one saves your image. Mm-hmm. Your ego. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. Your e your ego stroke yourself. Mm. Or that's that person. All. That's all, bro. That's all. But I Man, we gotta get up out of here. Yeah, we <laughs> That's it, man. Next pod, ego stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> no way that he said stroke. <laughs>